everybody, welcome to episode 226 of Vigigame Apocalypse. If you're listening to this, that means we're not all dead in a nuclear war! Congratulations! <laughs> we made it, people. We're going to make it to 227. Yeah, we yeah. made it through a whole week. Starring Jack Hayes. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I, as usual, am your host, Michael Raparas. Who else is here uh, in the Tyler Wild Memorial Studio with me? Chrissy Antista, back from vacation, even though I don't think anybody's noticed. <laughs> well, I just—I I mean, I notice. I, but it was I, how we wouldn't have hung out on the weekend. I wanted to talk to you about stuff. You weren't <laughs> yeah. here. Yeah. Oh, thank you. But just that I, I'm on five podcasts, even though I was completely out of the loop. And we'll talk about that in a second. All right. Um, Who else? Uh, Dave Rudden. Hi. And special guest Nathan Ortega. Hello again. Nathan hey, Spade. What up, son? Third time's a charm. Hopefully, I don't screw it up. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm going to screw no it pressure. up. No pressure. Because I keep interrupting the top fives. Which, by the way, is this topic I cannot wait yeah. to talk about. So can you give him a tease, Michael? I can. I can. Well, I can just say what it's about. Say what it's about. And then I can get <laughs> it's my about cutesy games mm-hmm. that suddenly got edgy sequels. Edgy. Yeah, <laughs> bring in the guitar, turn <laughs> up the distortion. All, all these uh, mascots that were very kid friendly, and suddenly it was decided we can't compete in the mid-2000s marketplace <laughs> if these characters are friendly and colorful. Kids aren't going to take this seriously. They have to put you this Unless this bit. rocks! Grand Theft Auto 3 <laughs> is the most successful thing of all time. We need to be more like that. Yeah, <laughs> did you notice that Grand Theft Auto 3 had only the Scarface soundtrack? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Or was that Vice City? No, it was, no, it was, it was, it was 3. It was 3? Yeah. Okay. Um, but uh, video game stuff. Yeah. Because what I did, mm-hmm. uh, I was on vacation... My parents bought me a, a Groupon ticket for a cruise three years ago. That, <laughs> that all of a sudden, I, oh, I have to go to do, I have to do this. Uh, and what I didn't know, I'm like, oh, I'll pre-prepare some podcast stuff. I can still work on the boat. Uh, the internet was one dollar a minute. Holy on God. the Fuck. boat, and not only like we're in the, never we're, taking a cruise. You're in the middle of the ocean, so like there's not cell service, and we were in a windowless room, seven floors down. <laughs> on a, so there wasn't like no internet whatsoever. I was in a complete blackout. So as, as far as video games go, I got to give a giant shout out to the Switch because in yeah. that in <laughs> that total darkness where I can't read news or answer emails, I can still play the best game of the year and its new DLC. And I you recommended it, I think, Overcooked. Uh, well, I haven't actually played it. Oh, so. it's fucking awesome. It was a great, me and my girl, cause we don't want to go to the shuffleboard tournament. We're going <laughs> to stay in here and play Overcooked. Sure. Great. I also bought the Namco Museum collection because it had that four-player Pac-Man that I never got to play because I didn't I, I didn't have a GBA until yeah, really late. Yeah, four GBAs and a GameCube to and play it, Pac-Man versus. So I just got done complimenting the Switch. Like, Jesus Christ, yeah. system of the millennium. Like, the idea that I can play a brand new game on a... On like. <laughs> On a dark boat uh, in the middle of nowhere. Uh, but And then conversely, for the Namco Museum Collection, it doesn't work with the with controllers. The the uh, the Pac-Man 4-player thing. Oh, really? It, it, even, it even has a picture of it. And I didn't remember that it was like so Nintendo-centric that, that Mario games. yells out, Pac-Man yeah. versus! Yeah. And, and yeah, it doesn't work with like half of the Switch controller's configurations. And it's a multiplayer game. And but you, it need, you need at least two Switches to even do it, I think. Well, they, there's a new, there's oh, a you mode. do it on TV? TV in? No, oh. or you, you can just be the ghost. No one's Pac-Man. Oh. Um, and, but you cannot take the controllers out and sync them up and play like oh, that. that. It sucks. is literally impossible, and you just keep seeing the Switch make mistakes like that, like not support a game on release, not supporting the Pro Controller because Nintendo forgot to tell someone <laughs> about it. Uh, like dumb shit like that. And uh, second in, in dumb Nintendo news, I hopefully will post some pictures on this maybe this weekend on lasertimepodcast.com. And I talked more about this on our uh, Patreon show 
bonus time, uh, patreon.com slash laser time. But I went to the, and it was amazing, the Seattle Museum of Pop Culture. Mm-hmm. So just like, holy shit, it's, this is the real T-1000, the real mm-hmm. proton pack, the real hoverboard. And there's an exhibit in the middle called the uh, story of, like right next to the fucking David Bowie exhibit. And underneath the Muppets where you can see the actual Kermit, the first Ernie, Fraggle Rock, Dark Crystal characters live and in person. It's just a <laughs> beautiful experience. There's an Indiecade and it was a really neat it was a really neat display, an indie game showcase, how to like how to make a game in a museum. It was really neat. Sponsored by Nintendo. Ah. And I'm like, oh, that's weird. Th- this isn't the biggest embracer mm. of indie games. And you go in there, I'm like, oh, this decision is four years old because <laughs> what you have are a bunch of Wii U's. Wow. A bunch of Wii U's playing indie games, some of which oh. never came out. Like there, huh. there was like Downwell yeah. in there. That's one of my favorite favorite Downwell games. Downwell never came to Wii U. Uh, no, but like, and, and not only that, it's Wii U. So not only is Nintendo basically pulled support of the Wii U, their display units <laughs> kept crashing or, or like stuck oh, no. or like stuck oh, no. on the diagnostic screens. There was this giant oh. multiplayer game with you know the rubber condom Wii remotes and a Wii U gamepad, and nobody could figure out how to get the game started. Mm. It just it was just it's the most recent relic of a former era that I've ever encountered. If you're in Seattle, definitely check out the museum and definitely enjoy the schadenfreude. Just turn it on and it's like this this Wii U isn't displaying anything except cobwebs. It, it's like it says authenticating for 40 minutes and there's six of them in a row. Is there anybody Someone here at who can already fix turned this? that server off? And I think the answer is no. Someone fuck that shit. Turn I, it I off. think there's actually a spider inside the screen. <laughs> Dude, dusty, crappy. How? I mean, we all have we use, and we can all see that how dusty and use the microphone the to blow dust off the screen. <laughs> use the official Nintendo wipe to get rid of the bird shit, and just like yeah, with a Mario Maker kiosk, and it was just sort of like you know you have a new system now, right? Like this, this is a giant Wii U promotion. <laughs> And I'm talking as of Sunday. That's when I saw it. This Sunday. Anyway, I'm done. You yeah. should definitely check that Maybe out. Hopefully, don- I'll have some pictures up of cool shit. Maybe they just donated those extra. Oh no! It's like here. We don't care about your dumb little museum or whatever. We have these mm-hmm. systems. Yeah. Nobody's touching. Oh it, well, it's right next to a bunch of Wii U kiosk with Mario Maker. So it's clearly like uh, a multi. From that it- five minute window where they cared about indie games. <laughs> I remember that one. The the last time, yeah, when they wanted to care about indie games, and yeah. you can see some of them just didn't make it, and then some of them just aren't on PC. But it's a really cool display, nonetheless. Mm-hmm. Just wanted to plug the Seattle Museum and maybe I'll, the pictures I'll throw up of the cool shit in there because there's a temporary Star Trek exhibit there that is kind of the coolest thing you've ever seen if you're a Star Trek fan just yes there's the bridge of the original Enterprise that you can just go walk right up to but there's also like what I really love was the models all the when the when there was all practical effects the models of the Enterprise and the Deep Space Nine space station like you can just go fucking look at it's so cool so cool the stars of the movie did, did I'm they, boring everybody did they have Riker's fuck palace made of satin sheets <laughs> yes. that's the only lo- iconic location from next generation I want to go to yeah they had his chest hair merkin right. on display <laughs> for all to see yeah with little uh, Asian tourists taking pictures of it constantly that's, that's Chris's adventures in video game without the ability to play anything else new other than stuff on Switch. All right, wow. We're so far into this that I'm already <laughs> on my second beer. So we should probably start with the top five. The top five, baby! <laughs> Which, again, is cutesy characters who got edgy sequels. Or, to illustrate a little bit more clearly... Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> so let's begin with... <laughs> God damn it, I'm dizzy.
gotta be Frogger. <laughs> Frogger. Ready? Start! What is this? This sounds like Star Fox. Is Bomberman Act oh, Zero? God damn it! No. Well, I'm an idiot. <laughs> My Starting God! Off. Which, by the way, strong. I actually played uh, in preparation for this. Oh boy! And Bomberman X Zero, you can still buy through Xbox Live on the Xbox 360. No shit! It's no. an 11 year old game. Came out in 2006. How much does it cost? Everyone hated it. Guess, guess how much it cost? Twenty bucks. Yes. God. Yes. Circle gets a square. <laughs> I bet you just woke up the one person still working at Hudson Soft. <laughs> Wait, did you did you buy it? Old man I did Hudson. buy it. <laughs> so and, and it's, isn't there like a GameStop you could have driven to like 50 miles away that would it, sell it you was for like two dollars? 10 p.m. I didn't. Yeah. Want to do okay. That. Uh, but. <laughs> On a Monday. It's a Brigadoon um, Walmart that only appears at midnight. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, is, that, is that the Shadow Walmart? Like uh, a bunch of anime teens that people fight uh, yeah. demons at? <laughs> it's Some like the say blo- that Walmart still roams these hills. It's like the Blood Moon in uh, Breath of the Wild. Yes. Where it just pops up every other day or so, but uh, you'll have to fight a bunch of skeletons, but you'll get a good deal. <laughs> oh, you Absolutely. want the Persona Montgomery Walk. <laughs> <laughs> this so, is Shin Megami Tensei Target. So Bomberman X Zero... <laughs> I, I never I never played this when it came out. I did play it enough to get a feel for it, and it is. I'm sorry. It, like it's. I know it's a cliche to no. say this is the Dark Souls of something. <laughs> this is the Dark Souls of Bomberman, which, as you'll recall, is normally a very cute franchise about little cartoon men in bomb suits that blow each other. One of up. the most approachable and easy to understand yes. games of all time. Like a great multiplayer game, but it wasn't Bomberman Zero. Not even multiplayer. I think it it was. Oh. Not, it was. It didn't have local multiplayer. And, and, and I think that was to the, your the credit. Thing. It is cliche to bring up how silly Bomberman X Zero is, but TBH, I was. I think I arrived on the games journalology scene like a month after it was reviewed. Mm-hmm. I've never seen this game in motion. Really? No, I only yeah. seen screenshots, yeah, and so I think you know the majority of the world is like that. You're not missing much because it, it's really easy to see how this would have been a okay. We want to do like just a quick Bomberman game for Xbox Live. Mm-hmm. But we don't know how to sell to Xbox gamers, so let's reskin it to be really gritty. Yeah, make make it Halo. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's very Halo-y. I think somebody okay. once said that like the the conceit is like, oh, these are condemned prisoners who are like <laughs> locked into these suits and then forced to battle. Yeah, suicide um, bomber man. Yeah. <laughs> uh. So, uh, yeah, everything's very dark. There's like. No differentiation in the stages. Stage wow. one looks like stage ninety nine, but they're still like mazy, gritty, G R I D. Yeah, it, it is. It is uh, like it, like I said, it's reskinned Bomberman. So it is Bomberman underneath there. It's just a very bare bones Bomberman. They still ride There's, kangaroos. Nope, <laughs> no roller skates. skates. <laughs> no, think Bomberman one Bomberman, uh. but uh, less fun. But there is an online mode. Nobody is on the online. Oh, I wish, oh. I wish you would have found like the one person in there. So that hello, <laughs> you I've have been trapped. <laughs> <laughs> I can only play this game. I'm in a dungeon. Help! That yeah. is like the closest thing you could get to the Phantom Zone, <laughs> the oh, Bomberman God. multiplayer lobby. Uh, so there, there are two ways to approach the single player. Mm-hmm. Uh, one Throw is in the garbage. One hit. <laughs> that, that's a good one. Uh, one is uh, one hit. You're dead, and also you get like a full screen view of the, uh, the board. So you get. You get to run around for a second to figure out where you are and orient yourself, but it gives you a clear view of where your opponents are. Huh. Or you can play FPB mode, <laughs> which is uh, you get you get a health bar, but then like the camera is centered on you, so you have to kind of look around this maze, maze like it's a third-person action game, oh. which kind of sucks. But it does have all the classic power-ups. Pyra. 
for example. You can extend the range of your bombs. You can mm. extend the number of bombs as you lay down. And the bombs, by the way, are not cute cartoon bombs. They are glowing orbs that explode. <laughs> and at the, if you finish a level in single player, your reward is to hear this. You win. Your life. Get to the next stage. There are 99 stages. Oh, no story. If you manage to pass them all, you get to see a short cutscene of like... The, the floor starts lifting up. It's an elevator. Mm-hmm. And you see a bunch of doors open above your character as you're lifted up into sunlight. The end, roll credits. But the other thing is you only get one life. So what? If you, you, there's no way to save your progress. <laughs> if you die at any point, you just have to start over from level one. Holy shit. Hellblade doesn't seem like that big a deal now. <laughs> Holy fuck. But, you know, we also get those great, cute Bomberman sounds, like when you kill someone. <laughs> Mother! <laughs> oh, also, you can, you can not only be a Bomberman, but a bomber woman. <laughs> oh, wait, is there just, like, one Bomber woman, kind of like that Ninja Turtles TV show? No, it's, they have the you, sexy it's, turtle? it's you're creating a, a Bomberman character, and you oh, can be either okay. a man or a woman. Mm-hmm. And then you select the color of your armor, and that's She's got, that's like, it. boob armor, I'm sure. This did come at a time where, like, Bomberman almost made it back. Yeah. Because they had that mm-hmm. Xbox Live Arcade Bomberman that kind of took everyone by... Yeah. yeah. Like, the very first one on Xbox Live Arcade, people really liked it, and I think... How excited yeah. I was for Bomberman yeah. R, and, she, and, and that showed... Even when you retain what Bomberman is, making it 3D... Sort of sucks. Yeah, it's problematic. It's it's been problematic since the like that Nintendo sixty four. Yeah, but like the key thing is like it is really hard to enjoy this like bomber (laughs) without multiplayer. (laughs) Bomberman is meant to be played by multiplayer. It's meant to be played with couch multiplayer. So if you take that out, so there is no couch multiplayer. There's no couch multiplayer. That was like the big controversy about it. Yeah, and I think because I think are you saying like underneath the (laughs) underneath the tattooed corn listening veneer. <laughs> it's still a Bomberman it's game? It's still Bomberman. And like I said, it's it's easy to see them saying, let's make a bare-bones Bomberman game for Xbox Live. Mm-hmm. No, but no Xbox Xbox gamers are edgy as fuck. Nobody is going to yeah, buy dude. classic, cute Bomberman. You want so that let's, fusion frenzy audience. Let's make edgy <laughs> cyborg commando uh, Bomberman. And... Uh, but then it sort of expanded from them, like, no, 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 let's make this into a full retail product. Mm. Yeah, so it, it does suck because I think Bomberman was always up there as like one of the most iconic video game characters. Yeah, ever. If, if this had just had couch multiplayer, it would probably still be pretty decent. I think it would probably still be dark in 480p. Yeah, yeah well, like, it'd be it'd be a weird oddity. <laughs> <laughs> I'm well, pretty sure it's at least 720p. I, don't, I hope so. I don't know if you got audio for this, but this isn't the first time that Bomberman attempted or considered going edgy. No, there was Atomic Bomberman. Yeah, we played it a long oh, time yeah, ago. Oh yeah, the Windows one. Yeah, you can hear I, I, Billy I, I, West saying, yeah. "Fuck." I just oh, I sent you a clip if you want to play it. But like, oh, yeah, no, of the like, it's Billy West and someone else. But they, this, doing, this hit the chopping block. Like, it yeah, didn't actually it, make it, didn't it, in, make the it game. in the game. But it was someone like someone came to their senses. And <laughs> yeah, but this was like 1997, so it was like around the time where it was like on CD-ROM or like PC. PS1 Saturn, where it was like we can put audio clips in here, but it just. They still have the Come old... Come on, biatch! Come on, biatch! Come on, biatch! Whoa. You want to set this up some more? <laughs> oh, <laughs> very Jesus. threatening. Uh, yeah, I, I Atomic Bomberman. The, I guess these are taunts that you could have, uh, like, thrown out there while you were playing. Yeah. This is but like, it's still, like, Bomberman... They're cutesy Bomberman. Cute, cute long eyes. It's this like, is, like, five minutes work. long, so I'm just going to drop the needle randomly somewhere. See what happens. Shit! <laughs> Shit! Shit! I don't like hearing Sprite say this. I appreciate that they One more time, but like you're an orphan, you miss your parents. 
Shit! Shit! <laughs> both of your asses! Would you guys cut out this macho shit and hurry up? Whoa. Would you guys cut this macho shit out and hurry up? Dude, Jesus. there's a Billy listener. West is a professional. I can't believe there's... Billy West like ruined his vocal cords for that. Like, uh, there's there's a... a strain on his vocal cords this game. There's a 21-year-old out there listening right now who can't even conjure what Bomberman is because of the <laughs> clips we have played during this segment. It's... My ice is kiling my... My ice is kiling me! My what? My ass is killing me? My ice uh, is kiling me? I don't know. Oh, is it a fucking My Batman ass off? is killing me, I need help. Oh, there we go. Oh. oh so boy. weird. So this was like after Beavis and Butthead and South Park. Yeah. Were both kind of like... Yeah. That was like, what, boy. late, late 90s? Isn't, yeah, 97. Do we have those to blame for this mm-hmm. thing? Probably. <laughs> So weird. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I would say even Mortal Kombat at that but time they thought every game needed that. That yeah. was like irreverent, yeah. sweary Bomberman. This is grim dark. Yeah, Bomberman. and this didn't make it into the game. I yeah. would like sweary Bomberman. The guy Ooh. who made like uh, sweary De- Bomberman would have made Bomberman X yeah. more entertaining. Yeah, Deadly yeah. Premonition Man version <laughs> oh, of Bomberman. Yeah. That'd be great. <laughs> How do we go about getting millionaires into a game jam? That'd be great. Like, <laughs> <laughs> make the best Bomberman game you can in twenty minutes. Hmm. Oh, wonderful. All right, let's move on. Number four. Who am I? And why can't I remember anything? And who is this Maria? <laughs> Look how pathetic they are. I don't have time for these humans. Uh, uh, who knows what this is? Dave does. Is Shado the Hedgehog? Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think that perfectly encapsulates not only... <laughs> This game, but the concept. I never played this, but I can only imagine Shadow sitting on a throne like, look at all these people. I have extensively played this. I saw a podcast that was all about playing old, terrible video games and Mm -hmm. trying to find good in them. And this was the one that broke me. Uh, (laughs) But I will say that this Shadow the Hedgehog is like the video game equivalent of leaving food in the fridge for a long time, Mm -hmm. forgetting it was there, coming back and finding it. Not even remotely resembling the thing that it used to be, but finding it fascinating as like an art piece or yeah. something. Yeah. Where you're like, well, the, well, it's, it's crazy. Like, I, I played some of it last night, and it it is like, okay, you remember the Sonic Adventure era, Sonic yeah. Adventure, Sonic Adventure Two, Sonic Heroes. It's like terrible, the worst version of that. Yeah. Plus, you can pick up random weapons and vehicles that are strewn around the level. So, like, you can pick up a street sign and beat people with it. You can pick up a gun, which is what everybody recognizes. And uh, shoot at enemies instead of bouncing into them like Sonic would. Perfect. Wow. You know. Uh, to, to the scheme's credit, it's sort of interesting. There, there are a bunch of branching paths. You're constantly being nudged to do good or evil things by. Uh, There's Sonic. a morality system. Yes, yes there is. Wow. Or, or alien invaders. <laughs> so, for example, if you go through a level uh, <laughs> shooting up human soldiers and ignoring monsters, you will get more evil points, and vice versa. Obviously, like who's to say humans less evil than monsters? <laughs> it's a, it's a choose your own adventure Sonic fanfic. Oh yeah, made by teenagers. But, but and like you can see this sort of informing a lot of really yeah. angry Sonic the Hedgehog yeah. fanfiction. A generation yeah. of them must be. Oh honest. yeah. Well, and, and, and will it, you fuck it, the human it, or the hedgehog? It validated everything they had on Deviant Art previously. Yeah. <laughs> also, why does Shadow the Hedgehog need to jump on motorcycles or into jeeps? I'll tell you because Grand Theft Auto. Yes, mm-hmm. I, I always mm-hmm. say that criticism. If your defining characteristic as your characters, you're fast. Don't use a vehicle. Mm. There's the. <laughs> You can only slow Sonic Wait, down. Wait, have we established that Silver and Shadow, and I can't believe I know two other Hedgehog names, <laughs> that they are they just as fast as Sonic are, or Sonic is? Like, I, don't, I don't know. I kept falling through the level every time I tried uh, to play this uh, is a Superman Goku 2006. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, no, wait. There was Sonic <laughs> Rivals, which yep. was the three of them racing. Yes. So I guess, yes, they are as fast uh, as Sonic. Well, in, in hindsight, 
like so Sonic is just like a regular dude. He's not actually special. No. Sorry, everyone who loves Sonic, but he's, yeah, he's not special. He's, like, he's every hedgehog is the same speed as him. He especially works at the city. He's an every hog. But the child that he had with Knuckles, however, is uh, the most powerful uh, hedgehog no, ever. No, no, Empreg Tales Forever. <laughs> who, hate, who hates preps and loves metal music. Oh, yeah, it yeah. seems like you're, you're trying to ignore the Archie Comics canon of Sonic. He was originally a brown hedgehog, and through the result of a, uh, an experiment right. involving an explosion. You, know, you know where that story debuted? What? Disney Adventures. Fucking Game Pro. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was in their ads in Disney Adventures magazine. I remember yeah. seeing... It might have been reprinted there, but I'm pretty um, sure it came out first in, like, Actually, everyone knows Pro. that the fastest hedgehog is Dave the Hedgehog. Ah, Look yes. him up on DeviantArt. He's got, like, uh, an eight-pack ab. It is. And, it, we should like, do, the biggest high-top sneakers he... And, we should do like, that on the Laser really Facebook community. Dong. Go to yeah, DeviantArt yeah. and type in your name the in the Hedgehog. Game, yeah. 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 So, Shadow My, the Hedgehog has a clear attitude issue. <laughs> And despite Shadow's general shitty demeanor, somehow this general in charge of Earth's defenses doesn't trust him. The black aliens have hit six major cities around the world, and every city is reporting significant damage and casualties. Unconfirmed sources have also reported seeing a black hedgehog in Westopolis. Shadow, deploy the troops now! And if you find Shadow with the black aliens, then kill them all. But sir, isn't Shadow on our side? I gave you an order, soldier. He's evil and he's the enemy. You can't fool me, Shadow. This time, you're mine. This time, it's not a kid's uh, game, and we talk about killing like the hero. Tweet. He totally came off the recording session for a House of the Dead game. Right after <laughs> yeah, this. probably, yeah. Like, even Robotnik, like, has more did, life did he ever want to kill Sonic? Yeah. It was always more about, like, I want to turn emeralds. everyone into robots yeah. and steal the emeralds. Speaking of emeralds... Oh, please. <laughs> I have a sound clip. Oh, God. Three minutes long. Oh, God. That will spoil every oh ending... All of the endings for Shadow the Hedgehog and simultaneously reveal how much similarity there is between them. Hold on to your asses, people. <laughs> Finally, I've got all the Chaos Emeralds. Shadow, what are you going to do with them? I'm Shadow the Hedgehog. I was created to bring order and justice to the humans. With the power of these emeralds, I'm going to destroy this damn planet. This is who I am. <laughs> I am Shadow the Hedgehog, a research experiment gone deadly wrong. I've caused so much destruction, I should never have been created. This is who I am. I am Shadow the Hedgehog, the ultimate life form, born and raised aboard the Ark. I shall live on. I am the protector of the Ark. I am living proof of the ultimate life form. This is who I am. I am Shadow the Hedgehog. I, and only I, know what is best. No one can tell me what to do. This is who I am. I'm Shadow the Hedgehog, the ultimate life form born to protect and serve the Dark Lord, Black Doom. <laughs> With the power of these Chaos Emeralds, this world will become the Dark Empire. This is who I am. I'm Shadow the Hedgehog, the ultimate life form born to rule all. With the power of these Emeralds, I'm going to conquer the universe. This is who I am. I'm Shadow the Hedgehog, 
And now, I am the most powerful hedgehog in the world. The power of these emeralds makes me invincible. I am the ultimate hedgehog. This is who I am. <laughs> I'm Shadow the Hedgehog. And I made I'll a tell you anything, I'll give you the launch <laughs> With stop. the power of these emeralds, Black Doom and his army are finished. This is who I am. I am Shadow Android, the ultimate battle life form created by Eggman. You may have created me, Doctor, but I will now lead this empire and androids will rule. This is who I am. I am Shadow Android, the ultimate life form, a copy of Shadow the Hedgehog. What? With the power of these emeralds, I will be stronger than him. This is who I am. What? <laughs> Goodbye, Doctor. <laughs> so he is Shadow, Good and he Lord. is the ultimate life form. This is who so he, he is. is. He's dope as PR. <laughs> so, yeah, they... The ending is he gets all the Chaos Emeralds, and then those bits in the middle that kept repeating over and over again, those are like the only real differences I, between I, each oh thing. Oh my god. <laughs> and you had to spend four to six hours a pop getting those new endings oh, a yeah. lot of times, too. So it's like, better buckle in. Holy shit. <laughs> you had to really like Sonic the I mean, Shadow the Hedgehog. If you were like 15 at that time, Shadow the Hedgehog yeah. was the dopest the thing The only difference seen. is every ending... Depending on the different ending, his leather jacket has different amount of belt buckles on it. <laughs> I wish he had a leather jacket. Oh. He's just naked and wearing his big Mickey Mouse gloves, so that just you know makes it so much more. Impactful. Okay, that, and that's why it's so bizarre because it still looks like a yeah. kid-friendly character. Yeah, he's still the same mascot. Like, yeah, red shoes, white gloves, but in a, in, a, in a, with Cadillac, a shit, the with boys a, a time bomb with a shitload of hindsight. Mm -hmm. Like, I am this close to bowing out. Of ever being a Sonic fan, like Sonic Mania, it's all on you. Mm -hmm. uh, but but at this point, like I I don't I liked Sonic Adventure. I think Sonic Adventure Two is fucking terrible, and Heroes is even worse. So there wasn't really anything Sega could do to break the formula of Sonic, and this is a valiant attempt to try and make the the franchise a little more relevant. Is it? I never played this. Is this still fun at all? Is there any uh, redeemable quality? People didn't like it to begin with, so yeah. I don't well, it's think... like I said. Like, well, do you do you want to play a bad Sonic 3D game? It's, it's an, kind of yeah. It's an experiment with yeah. what that is. This, I don't. Think so it's like they, the same the same I mean, way. I'd rather I'd rather watch horrible. I'd rather watch Batman that. and Robin right now. If you ask me if, to choose between Tim Burton's Batman and Batman Begins and Batman and Robin, I choose Batman and Robin because it's a fun, stupid fucking thing. If you ask me to play Sonic Adventure 2, Sonic Heroes, Sonic Rivals, or Shadow, I'll pay. I'll play Shadow it's, any mean, fucking day of the week. Because it's like it ends up feeling. I don't know if you ever played Siren, but Siren was a weird. Uh, it was a That's horror. That's an game. interesting comparison. Well, well, hear me out. <laughs> Please. The uh, downloadable PS3 game. The guy. Well, yes, kind of. It started off as a PS2 game. Okay. So the guy who made Silent Hill went on to make this series, mm -hmm. this this franchise, and it's like his weird alternate take on the Silent Hill formula mm -hmm. that ended up being really, really weird and uh, level structure-wise. And um, you, you end up having to like do very specific things in certain areas to be able to trigger a new sequence sequence of areas to go to. Oh, and it, it became a weird meta game of trying to figure out all the different p branching paths. Kind of like 999, I guess. Mm -hmm. uh, but more of an, an action game version of that. I just... 
I just am so blown away that this game, that Shadow of the Hedgehog, got made. Because <laughs> it's like I admire what it was trying to do mechanically, mm-hmm. but it's not fun to play. Yeah. Like it's super mm-hmm. not. You played it the other day. Yeah. Like just even the act of running through a level, there's constantly things trying to stop you from running, which mm-hmm. is like the thing you do in Sonic games. But this is a shadow game, yeah. man. This is like well, here be a, a shitty like, shooter I, for I, five it seconds. It does feel like then... you're constantly taking cheap hits. Like, oh, this uh, big boulder that was in my way. Like I couldn't just run around it I had to if I ran into I it, it it took away my rings kick and, then it and, it's nuts. It, and now you're locked in my an momentum. area and you gotta yeah. use their crappy shooting mechanic to get past these dudes to be able to mm-hmm. open up the next mm-hmm. area where you're running for 10 seconds it just I have to do an uh, elbow drop on Flicky or else I can't keep and, running well like that that boulder thing I meant <laughs> like oh I was supposed to do a slide attack through the boulder and there's a <laughs> lot of crazy shit happening in those endings but I am happy to report you can finally play Black Doom on BET's website <laughs> it's <laughs> Look, if we can have a black Twitter, I want a black yeah, Doom. Well, Black Doom looks genuinely demonic. Like he's he's like something off of a like a, a anime metal cover or something. I don't know. Black An amorphous, pointy-looking blob that man is, with red eyes. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. like big big purple horns. He's just an evil child. And a robe. We, well, we know now how tough how tough Sonic development has been on Sonic Team. They've been oh, at, yeah. at at the head of like making an annual Sonic game come hell or high water for fucking 20 years now. Yeah, they got like one night's game. Yeah, and it's like, eh, this isn't going to be good, but yeah. you know, in ten months, in yeah. four months we'll be working on a different Sonic game, so Bring let's just get it out And that won't be good either. <laughs> Y'all ever play a firefighting game they made? Oh, yeah. Saturday? Burning Rangers? Oh, Burning yeah, bring Rangers that is great. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Reboot that shit, guys. Wow. <laughs> All right. Well, let's move on to something. Actually, Sorry, I, I don't know that I'm ready. <laughs> actually, I good. Sit, wash this shadow of the hedgehog off me. Do you know hey, who he is now? I, who is he? Uh, wait, wait. It, it, I, the ultimate life form. This is the second. Or possibly best. an android. He's the most powerful hedgehog. This is the second best thing Shadow of the Hedgehog has ever done. And if you want to see the best thing he's ever done, do yourself a favor and go to YouTube and type in butt liquor. And if there's an I'm I'm what? feeling lucky option. Definitely watch it. I'm not saying anything more than that. Maybe I'll try and steal it and put it on our Facebook. I think I know what weird. that one is. It's yeah. the best. It's the best thing Shadow has ever done, and you'll be glad he exists because <laughs> because know. this wouldn't exist without it. You can ribbon dance as him in the Sonic and the Olympics. <laughs> oh, shit. So, yeah. I mean, it's the reverse uh, scenario. Right. <laughs> oh, man. Now we have another topic. <laughs> All right. Well, let's move on to something I know at least one other person in this room other than me likes. Number three. Be aware that this is even a gritty reboot because the or first that it's game, a no, sequel. No, yeah, nobody remembered the first one. Yes, no. now I get it. Yeah, do you get it? I do get it. What is it? Uh, is it Conquer? It yeah. is Conquer. Uh, Conquer's yeah. Bad Fur Day was technically a sequel to Conquer's Pocket Tales, For the Game Boy, Color, game Boy right? Color game. Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. and and a uh, bright-eyed, a- bushy-tailed version of Conquer mm-hmm. also showed up in Diddy Kong Racing as a playable. One of my character. favorite kart racing games of all time. I know. Mm. I don't think he really has any like emotes or lines or anything. No, um, but uh, this everybody kind of knows the story by now mm-hmm. that this was originally going to be a very cutesy game in the vein of Banjo Kazooie, mm-hmm. uh, where you played as both Conker and his girlfriend Barry, and they had different abilities and would go to, around to different worlds where they would wear different hats, mm-hmm. and uh, there would be like a Wild West world and a medieval world and Jesus Christ. things like that. It was it was super cutesy. 
Uh, and then Rare realized, like, nobody wants another cutesy platform. We release one of these a year. Yeah. We're going to have to retrench. And I always just thought it was like, this is like a reaction to legions of fans going like, oh, another fucking cutesy Rare game. Yeah. Like, oh, you, you think this is too cutesy? Well, here's this. You're going to be fucked to death by Stanley yeah. Kubrick references. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but then I saw, like, an animator who worked on it saying, like, well, they decided that in order to compete... Mm-hmm. In the current market at the time, they yeah. needed something much edgier. And yeah, I, I can see that now. It's like, uh, well, this is the way the market is trending. We desperately want people to like our game. Mm-hmm. Let's give them what they seem to want. And, I, th- I think uh, it was a smart move in the case of this game. Because it, it also came yeah. out late in the N64's life cycle, where it's like. Yeah, it was like 2000. 2000? Yeah. yeah. If this was like Glover or any of the other like <laughs> generic N64 platformers, Rascal, like. You Croc. Would, you would have forgotten about it. Well, so. I think it was also, like, this was one of the first announced N64 yeah. games. Yeah. Uh, it like, came that, out at the very end of its life cycle. The, I, the idea that knowing what all of us know about yeah. game development now, a complete refresh on the concept, mm-hmm. put this game years yeah. behind. Holy I'm, shit. I'm not sure if refresh is entirely the right word. Yeah. I am the great mighty Pooh, and I'm going to throw my shit at you. A huge supply of tish comes from my chocolate starfish. How about some scat, you little twat? This, uh, Thank you, in, England. In the Xbox <laughs> version? <laughs> Why do they censor the Xbox version? I don't version? understand. Because, yeah, shit and twat are Ugh. both censored. Mm. Hot Copy Mod says hello. They uh, probably were very paranoid uh, about yeah. getting in trouble You're with probably SRB. right. <laughs> you think I, so? Because there were so fucking fresh in the person back. games and... It doesn't. It still doesn't I think make a any kid, sense to me. I think anything that could be potentially confused for a product for children, but made for older people, right, everybody's right, pretty jumpy that. about that. Yeah, but and but, I will say, like, I, I got to plug this because I did. I worked I'm not really this ha- makes sense. But. I worked really hard on the remastered version of Gaming's Greatest Farty Butts, and no one gave a shit. <laughs> but it's on our YouTube channel, and I labeled clearly every single game we used. And when I I didn't label the cow shitting in Conker's mm-hmm. Bad Fur Day Reloaded, mm-hmm. and all the YouTube comments are dying Excuse to know what me. that is. Oh, and like, wow. how how did you not? What other game would do this? <laughs> um, Jesus, just it's not a Newgrounds title. Yeah, just sh- search video game cow shits. I think. Search oh. gaming's greatest farty butts yes. after you look for butt liquor. <laughs> but I mean, right off the bat, this game lets you know that uh, Conquer is not another character in the Mario vein. The yeah. N- a 3D N64 logo comes out. Conquer cuts it in half with a chainsaw. <gasps> uh, we then, uh, after after a uh, Clockwork Orange Corova Milk Bar intro, yeah. we get to see Conquer starting out the game by leaving his girlfriend a drunk phone message. Very itchy, sir. Pick up. Hello? Oh, anyway. Look. I'm going to be a bit late. Well, met up with a couple of the guys, and they're off tomorrow to some, I don't know, fight some war somewhere. Foreshadowing. Anyway, um, I'll see ya. I love you. I think she bought it. Oh, I can't stand his voice acting. It's yeah, so upsetting to me. So Everybody's weird. voice acting this in this game is weird terrible. Lisp like, and he's, yeah. uh, I'm not really focused on the lines. Like, it was back in the day when, like, especially with games like this, you only had so much space for, like, dialogue yeah. and, like, com- you had to compress the shit out of everything. Like, you would think they would, like, edit... 
the dialogue down it's, to be. It, but it's already, I know he's supposed to be drunk, but then there are things later where it's like you're meeting like a pitchfork, he, and he's like, eh, uh, uh, he's drunk. Uh, he's he's no, a slurry Cockney dude, yeah, and then they had to compress the file so yep, heavily. Yep, yep. And that that pitchfork you yeah. mentioned tries to kill you, and when he fails, he tries to hang himself, which leads to one of my favorite suicide gags ever. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> you stupid bastard! <laughs> he even got a neck. Hey, look at you up there hanging there. You stupid bastard! He ain't got a neck, are you? He ain't got a neck, has he? I already said that. Shut up. I hate this. He hasn't uh, even got a neck. Take so two. Second yeah. draft. Let's do one. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, it, I don't mean to shit all over this game because it's still fun and it's yeah the it's humor fascinating. hasn't aged real well. No, no, and, and it neither hasn't. of the references like oh, a Matrix reference. But I'm, great. I'm glad it exists because like a giant piece of screaming poop with corn for teeth is, is something mm, I would have yeah. drawn on my notebook, yeah. wishing it existed. I love that. It probably still. I would. like to picture <laughs> that is like everyone at Rare was like kind of hesitant about making this an M-rated game, and then some guy was like, "Look, I just came up with an idea, the Great Mighty Poop," <laughs> and I came up with a song. So if everyone can be quiet for a second, and one, and two, and and three, like a like a Stephen Universe like unplugged song, it it blows in that little harmony. Yeah, I am the great. Of course, it had had plenty of innuendo. He's got a bigger boner than you. Who's got a bigger boner? If you're so bigger, you show him. Big boy. Yeah, there's a lot of Guys. like a, a giant caveman talking to his sexy cave babe about uh, how big his bone is. Nintendo put this out, everyone. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Nintendo. Can we just take weird. a moment? Circa 2000 <laughs> Nintendo. This game is uh, 17 it, years re- old. I would be curious to look at the sales numbers because I think when the dust settled on the N64, I couldn't call Banjo-Kazooie a better game than Mario 64 just because how refined it is. But mm-hmm. Banjo-Kazooie is the better game. But I think more people remember Conquer, yeah, and yeah. I'm pretty sure it probably sold better, give or take yeah. how late it released. Probably mm-hmm. it, it probably sold really well. Um, I, I just want to play. I have a clip of what Conquer originally sounded like. I like candy. Night, nightmarish <laughs> for a different reason. Listen to your parents. <laughs> yeah. Don't close. And, and now it's just. Oh, I woke up hungover and now I got piss on everything. And it, it, yeah, he immediately vomits in the scene right after that. Yeah, That's yeah, the introduction yeah. to our hero. And yeah, it, which I still it think does, is cool and It funny. does have a pissing mechanic yeah, where you have to fire. put out fires yeah. by, by peeing. Um, yeah, it's got, like, the gameplay just goes all over the place. Like, it's not really a consistent platformer. Yeah. Like, there are bits where, like, now you're riding on a dinosaur yeah. and you just no, it, run around and rip cavemen in half. Having, it's also weirdly, like, linear. Yeah, yeah, it's extremely linear. There are probably a lot of mechanics and prototypes they've yeah. developed for other games. They were like, well, I don't know, shove it in here. Because it felt very <laughs> it, it remi- it's and, weird. And it reminds me a ton of Kingdom Hearts when I replayed Kingdom Hearts. Oh, like, yeah. Like That's not, actually an apt reference. Yeah, the, not all of these mechanics work, but you're trying a billion different right. things and assume, like, well, if this doesn't work, it's, all, it's over it's now. It's a mini-game, yeah. But, like, it, well, for oh. example, the, the clip I played at the beginning... That that is just a That's sequence that reloaded, like, right? No, it it well, it's in both games. Oh. Yeah. But it's just let's remake the Omaha Beach Wait, scene so, in Saving I, Private Ryan, shot for shot, including like a squirrel stumbles by picking up his severed arm. Yeah, which would also be kind of a gaming commentary too, because I feel like around that time we got a lot of shooters that World had that, that, yeah, yeah that's well, I think same I think those came slightly later. Yeah. Like this was like at the time, I think the best recreation yeah, it's like of a that year scene after Saving Private Ryan. Yeah, to the point where like you're you're in the uh, what, I forget what those 
amphibious boats are called, but like it lands on the beach, Aquata. and then you get the scene with the uh, the big wheel turning, mm. and then like the second the the ramp goes down, I everyone will, else gets shot. I will say only because I want to plug it. The uh, Five Came Home Netflix documentary. Mm-hmm. When I watch that, and it's all about uh, five Hollywood directors like Frank Capra and John Huston who just stopped working for Hollywood and started working for World War the government during World War II to make film propaganda and the footage they shot is literally what Saving Private Ryan is it made me feel like Steven Spielberg was a fucking fraud like mm, the wow. the soldier on the beach looking for his arm that's something uh, homeboy shot on oh, location shit. that happened <laughs> and, and, and like Spielberg I bet that footage got suppressed. And because Spielberg mm-hmm. had, had access to this Sign footage. Sign up for the wall ref, everybody. <laughs> Lose your fucking arm. <laughs> but I'll be interested to see what footage he incorporates Five in Ready came Player home. One afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> Five Came Home is, is such a great, it's a great documentary series. Please watch that if you care about shit. Hmm. Good things. You know, it's funny to think about about, uh, Bad Fur Day Mm -hmm. and how quick they were able to incorporate contemporary pop culture references and sequences, considering that both The Matrix and Saving Private Ryan were like the year before it came out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's for AAA game space. That's pretty crazy. Yeah, dude, they can't can't operate in... Even The Simpsons has a hard time doing it with a nine-month production cycle. That's Mm -hmm. pretty valiant for a game company to... Yeah, I mean, they're they're still talking about safe spaces and Mm -hmm. participation trophies. There'll probably be another... Five years before they get to fidget spinners. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Uh, you oh, are going to hate Talking just, Simpsons. You're in... just writing this, the, pre, the pitch for the follow-up to Conker's Bad Fur Day, oh, apparently. Okay. <laughs> Annoyed by Conker's fidget Conker's Bad Fidget Spinner. <laughs> you're going to hate Talking Simpsons in ten years. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's move on to a game that you guys specifically lobbied for. Oh, yeah. Number two. want to see if Nathan can just let you know what it is. Just try and guess the franchise. That that is a what's it called? Max Power Shot or something? Uh, oh, uh, a mega, a mega, sh- mega, mega strike. strike yes. yes. I'll just play this word. character's entrance animation. <laughs> so in Jesus, what was happening? So here's here's unlike a lot of these this other is things. Mario Strikers charge charge specifically oh. for the because the soccer AU yes and, got it. But unlike a lot of other games, like this doesn't hold up as stupid. Yeah, but it is in hindsight really bizarre. It's yeah. super weird. The Mario Strikers series was another Nintendo Mushroom Kingdom sports game, but from the beginning, the GameCube one. Yeah, it's like. Well, this is going to be a little different. Yeah. And the second one is just like, okay, so Mario's going to drop from the heavens at light speed yeah, onto like a they, post-apocalyptic... So they, they establish in the intro that like the characters all jump out of like a hovering jump jet. Yeah, and they yeah. kill a bunch of random Mushroom Kingdom characters uh-huh. with electricity. Like, yeah, they, they have electrical barriers that like a bunch of different... Uh, like Birdos mm-hmm. and Goombas and stuff try to rush and are immediately electrocuted. Shit. Mm-hmm. About that. Uh, and and yeah, so the characters just jump out of a plane with no parachute. This I'll put on my face. Slam down on the field Bre- and then break the earth yes. beneath their yeah. feet. They've all got like menace the opposing yeah. team. Everybody's wearing like dirt bike pads. Everybody's yeah. wearing has a metal X. The ball yes. is a glowing metal orb. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, it is so gritty and but still. Fun in a way that's not embarrassing. And, like and then they have the interest. mega strikes where they all like leap fifty feet mm-hmm. into the air, yeah. undergo some transformation. Like goes, Mario gets yeah. like fiery glowing eyes. Uh, Princess, Super Saiyan, basically. Yeah, yeah, Princess Peach like grows wings and becomes an angel. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's it's crazy. I love this AU. Yeah. I want to know more about this. <laughs> I feel like the biggest Nintendo defender in the universe defending this design choice, but to 
distinguish it from the glut of Mario sports games, which yeah. is something... At this, when this game came out, we didn't know Nintendo was going to rely so heavily on. Mm-hmm. Well, you get one Mario game per generation, and then a ton of this shit. Yeah. Uh, so just like the idea, the idea of the Donkey Kong, Donkey Kong with the spit curl and a tie, he's oh, he's now that. wearing green armor and can uh-huh. fist pound the ground into Damn. into dust. <laughs> uh, also, here's something you'll never hear Daisy do in a mainstream Mario game. It says yeah. hot stuff. Literally, like, just licks sticks a thumb on her ass. Yeah, yeah. licks and her finger, sticks it on her ass, did, and steam comes up. Oh, did they this, hire the yeah. outlaw golf people to make this? Yeah, this yes, it's next very, level. Maybe. This sounds yeah, very yeah, porno. Yeah. It's next <laughs> it, level. Who, and next level games who, one, make really good games almost every single time, yeah. with the possible exception of Metroid Federation Force, which I haven't played. But they also did the Wii version of Punch-Out, Punch which mm-hmm. I wouldn't say is edgy per se but it's like it just keeps up those same like crazy stereotypes of the original yeah. punch out yeah so if, it's, if it, anything it feels like an old cartoon yeah but this is like yeah you have things but like all, all you have to do is google it if you try and Daisy, find like yeah. a mario strikers png it comes with a tribal tattoo background yeah. yep. it is all screamingly edgy yeah, very weird that, and, like the most notable thing for me i don't know if you have audio of it i it probably do white work is it this yes Luigi, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where he like points at his crotch. Yeah, he's, he's doing an NWO crotch chop. It's Degeneration X crotch. God, okay, Michael, whatever. Come on. You're mixing. You're mixing up your your sure. factions. That's the WCW faction. Right. Degeneration X is the WWF faction. Ah, okay. And they would say, and there goes our last female listener, while thrusting <laughs> at their groin. But yeah. I don't know I feel if like it's just how the NWO guys do that too. Yeah, but. Mario Sports games also had, I think it was Luigi in one of the golf games where he would do like this like V for victory sign, but he also put it right between his mouth. So it did, was he, sit- did he then lick it? Yeah. No, but he would do that, and it's like I don't know if that's like just a weird. You sports got to thing. munch it before you punch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know. If that's just a weird sports thing. But it was weird. I just remember seeing this and like. We were already like super into the game at Game Pro when it first came out. No, I love and like I, we, I do like the game. We would it was the game that we'd play on our break every day for like a year. It's like right. it's a, we should totally up, yeah. play it. If mm. we Come could. up with our own MLG rules like Mega Strike not allowed. So it's way too up to chance. It has that we at the point you're fucking. Yeah. We, Wii it has remote. a Wii goal blocking mode yeah. where yeah, it goes yeah. and you have to use the like, remote. To, we can only use the main map, so it's like Final Destination, but for soccer. But all the maps are like. Fucking Mad Max in the Mario universe, yeah. like volca- volcanic lava spitting up, or yeah. on a metal grate. Uh, and they're not even particularly Mario themed. Like no. it's not like Bowser stage lava. It's just like here's some fucking lava. No, it, yeah. it's weird. It's it, it's just innocuous enough to not to be offensive, but it is still the most bizarre thing. Yeah. Participants of the Mushroom Kingdom ever. It almost seems like a post-apocalyptic. You look Mario at Smash Brothers. World. It's it's a game where Mario characters, cute Mario characters, beat the shit out of each other. They didn't change their costumes yeah. and they didn't make them act extreme mm-hmm. and they didn't give them weird motivations and powers. Yeah. Uh, and and, and uh, not to harp on farty butts. Oh yeah, but that brief period where Mar- like Nintendo was like, yeah, Wario farts, and that's what he does. <laughs> yeah, like his fart in the in Smash Four doesn't make much of a sound, but in this game, it is just <laughs> yeah, it's like he a leaves giant- a fart trail yes. around the arena. A giant oh. purple cloud follows him because he, he definitely farts in the new Smash and then game. Every character has a audio response, Wario, yes. when they run right into it, like. I remember trying to capture footage for Farty Bucks. Like, Dave, it's got to be Daisy. She sounds this... Ah, like, you lovable scam. <laughs> this this fart is not hot stuff. Hey, you! <laughs> <It's>... <laughs> 
This, yeah. this game is bizarre. Uh, yeah. I, it's it's weird because every other Mario sports game was readdressed at some point, yeah. and not this one ever. Yeah, They're like these never played soccer. And again. it was also weird in that that like this was the first. I'm sure she was in others Mario sports games, mm-hmm. but like I had never really been exposed to Daisy all that mm-hmm. much, and that she has this like taunt where she touches her butt and smokes smoke comes out of her butt. <laughs> I'm like. Is she just like the horny peach? Like I didn't, <laughs> I didn't know what she was about. She has a really, really high fever all the yes. time. Yes, she's the thirstier yes. one that Mario doesn't want, and Luigi's too gay to, to pursue. Uh, it, it's poor Daisy, mm. poor Daisy. There's, I, there's no humans left for her. It's definitely in that weird realm of Mario sports games, like their basketball one they did for the DS yeah, that had right, Final yeah. Fantasy characters in it yeah. because it was oh, like, weird. co-developed by Square. You I don't want to know what the Moogle was doing in that game. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy shit. Man. You want to talk about a pervert? Yeah. It was. He was putting his fist up to his mouth and his tongue in his cheek to simulate a blowjob. <laughs> that mog, voiced by Danny DeVito. I'm, sure. <laughs> I'm I a mog. Touch it. I didn't he think a egg. basketball could fit. In You're an XP for hoods. Here's an ether in this trying time. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, this next one might be the most divisive, but for Uh-oh. my money, Uh-oh. it's the best. That's a fine hello. I've been crawling around in this place, risking my tail, literally. To save you! I've been looking for you for two years! Say something! Just this once! I'm gonna kill Praxis! Such a bad line read. (laughs) It all is. And this is the most. Suck it, Daxter! Mm -hmm. I think maybe tied with Bomberman, it's the most tragic. Uh, how so? Because it's like the death knell for this franchise. There there were two more games. There were three, technically. There was Jack 3. The Jack X racing game. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, that's and right. Then, yeah, and but, then there's and the, then Daxter. But this no, well, and, and then there's another the, one into the what? What Jack and Daxter, called? the Lost Lost something Frontier. Or other. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. What is the Lost Frontier? It was on PSP and PS2. Mm-hmm. So it was in at a, a weird time when everyone when moved on to PS3. PS3. Yeah, they were well, all porting PSP games over to like consoles. Uh, but the Ratchet and Clank Size Matters of the Jack. But there you go. The first Jack and Daxter game is so fucking good, and you can clearly see the corporate memo. This needs to be edgier. Hmm. And so, right at this game, this game hmm. lost its identity. Yeah, right out of the gate. Well, it was it was it was interesting, and I think it, it course corrected by the time the third game came out. It kind of found its footing a little more. And like, we're done. This was so <laughs> clearly a let's Grand Theft Auto super yeah. popular. Let's be Grand Theft Auto, but like in this weird futuristic uh, environment. It, it took Daxter to remind me how fun the series was, and like what I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Well, I mean, the, the, the first game. game was like this fantasy thing where, like, you're an elf hero mm-hmm. swinging like his sidekick around to fight monsters. It's very and Beyond Good and Evil. It's it's yeah, sort of Beyond Good and Evil, but the, it's, the it's cuter than yeah. Beyond Good and Evil. Like, it was somewhere between by way uh, of Crash Bandicoot. Yeah, by way of Crash, it was somewhere between Crash Bandicoot and like uh, you know Uncharted, mm-hmm. uh, but way on, more on the Crash Bandicoot mm-hmm. edge of that scale. Uh, this moved it somewhere else. Entirely. So imagine, you know, ah, hopping around, bopping monsters uh, to this. So is he still one? collecting blue mana? Like, well, yeah, I think so. But Jack and Dash or human ears, precursor they get, orbs. They get, get it right. catapulted into their future, <laughs> and uh, 
you know, they become fugitives mm-hmm. because uh, Baron Praxis, played by Clancy Brown, uh, wants Jack yeah. dead for some reason. So they go underground, uh, start working for a crime syndicate that is run by a Sydney Green Street type guy named Crew. You Crew? Well, we shook the heat, and your shipment's in primo condition. That's good, eh? Because a cargo of rare eco ore is worth more than ten of your lives. And of course, I'd be forced to collect slowly. Now, big floating fat man. Uh, I just—it uh, makes me love Max Casella so much. <laughs> I wish he—I really loved his personification of, of Daxter. Daxter. Yeah, yeah, it's super good. Yeah, it just, and, he, and Daxter like gets a, has a relationship with like a cute elf babe in this, yeah. which is a little odd. I, All I, right. Yeah. Even though Jack's he was a, some. he was an elf guy originally, but <laughs> I love Daxter so much, and I, I, I miss him terribly. And just, yeah, they're gonna bring it so, back. So you had this where so. you could like run around in a city, jack cars, and you had a like you had a gun oh. that had four different functions. You could switch between like we can do this topic again. Sh- shotgun, sniper rifle, Gatling gun, and you could upgrade each one as you on went. Game stupidly yeah. influenced by GTA. Man. We yeah. could do this topic again. Please, yeah, totally. Please tell me the ending is like Jack getting with that girl, and then Daxter getting with like a big dead fish. Which no, I, I think what, I think Daxter, Daxter does like... have a girlfriend by the oh, end really? of it, and Jack doesn't. Well, you find oh, out wow. about well, like, why he, he sort of has that love interest with with like uh, I think Baron Praxis is a daughter, but then the third game is sort of like it it's it brings up the tone a little bit more mm-hmm. from where it, it got to this dark place where it's like it's more like a Mad Max game mm. uh, in that like for the first half of the game or so you're like driving dune buggies around in this desert because you've been exiled. Not for committing all those crimes in the second game, oddly, but for something you were framed for. And then uh, eventually you get back to the city and it kind of feels a bit more like two where you can jack cars and mm-hmm. fly around and have a game is all and, cars. <laughs> I mean, it's it's pretty much all cars from here on out. Yeah. It was the, the naughty dog joke. The, the, yeah. Three games in a... It's like yeah, the season in a movie for I, three I think, games. <laughs> I, I was very shocked when there wasn't a kart racer after Uncharted. Uncharted. Yeah, Uncarted. 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 Shit. Could have been great. Yeah. Been great. The, the cart of us. Yes. I don't know. <laughs> it the could last, still happen. The last damn place it. of us. Yeah. Yes. Ellie's lesbian car race. It'll be great. It'll be great. Uh, but yeah, I, I think this game gets a pretty bad rap, but I thought it was a lot of fun, especially at the time. The, like, yes, I want more GTA, and this fills that honestly, niche, and this does it in an interesting way. The worst part of it, I think, was just how overly populated the cities were, hmm. so that you were constantly bumping into other vehicles. Yeah. Oh, wow. Frequently alerting the cops, uh-huh. which then has you in a chase by the cops. Uh-huh. So just getting from point A to point B became sort of a hassle after a while, because it was just too many damn hover cars. I don't know if you remember that, yeah. but it was like... The third one got that formula right by putting also, you in an open world where you aren't yeah. running into objects all the time. It can just and like in the whole thing about hover cars, like, well, can you just go over them? Mm-hmm. Not the way these yeah, work. Well, actually, <laughs> yeah, you could. You could. Uh, they had two different levels, so you could like fly high or fly low, mm. just by like hitting, I think, R one or R two. Uh, while you're flying, so I, I thought that was exactly cool. how I picture. But it did definitely—it's another argument for why I hate open world games, unless the tra- traversal is super, I super fun. I can't even relate to you right. I now. understand. <laughs> I, uh, I personally, I had to fight. I would, I would love every open world game to have DL, optional DLC to let me just auto teleport to the next mission point because I just mm-hmm. don't want to deal with it. Um, and this lots game was one of the worst right ones. Do it. I said lots of them have that now. Yeah, they do. Yeah, but it took a while. 
Well, it took a while. You know what's did. fun about games? Walking to every real world location. <laughs> Make every game desert bus. That's great when you're 14 and nothing better to do. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yes. All right. Well, that's been our my top five. <laughs> I'm playing take... another game on the yes. side. <laughs> I, that is what I would do now. I would open up my <laughs> iPhone and drop some sums. <laughs> is that that's what you're what calling I do that now? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's and a new one to me. <laughs> oh God! I'm revealing too much about myself. Yep. You're a bigger Disney fan than I thought. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, that's been our top five. We're going to take a little break. When we come back, we're going to talk about some new releases, some news, some other stuff. Stay tuned. Can you see all of me? Get scratching. Thank you, fine folks, for listening. Hope you're not too bored. You know what the perfect solution is for being bored and always has been? Goddamn video games. <laughs> That's why this episode is brought to you by Gamefly. And just so you know, you listeners can go to GameflyOffer.com slash LazerTime and get started with a free 30-day trial of the service. What is Gamefly? It's like net- it's like Netflix, but for games, you should know that by now. You create a queue, they ship out uh, two to three games to you. It's up to you. You play them for as long as you want, ship them back, and they'll just keep on shipping stuff from your queue. This is a great way to save money on not only playing a bunch of new releases, a bunch of old releases, because not only does Gamefly have over 8,000 titles ranging from PS4, Xbox One, Wii U, PS Vita, they go all the way back to the original Wii, the original Xbox, PS2 in certain cases. I know, right? And to sweeten the service even more, Gamefly allows you to buy a game back. Have you kept it out for a long time? Do you want to just keep it? Are you that settled into the multiplayer? You can buy that game back from Gamefly at an extremely reduced cost, and they'll send you the box and manual as if you purchased it anywhere else. Once again, you don't have to take my word for it. It, you can get started with a 30-day free trial for yourself by going to GameFlyOffer.com slash LazerTime. You like Laser Time shows? Then you might like Bonus Time, Laser Time's weekly bonus show exclusively on Patreon.com slash LazerTime. Here's a taste of what you've been missing. It makes me feel so old that I enjoyed the cruise that much. Yeah. I really love the video I put together of the horn going off. So I, what I had done, the original like caption... kind of like shitty Apple music. It is. Yeah. It was, it's supposed to look really cute and Apple-y, and then the <laughs> ship horn goes off, and it just it is the loudest thing we've ever heard. Wow. And there's like what the original caption was supposed to imply. Spoiler, she said yes. And like to get people to watch it, because I turned the volume way up to have a horn blare in your face, yeah. and I totally lost my balls. And she's yeah. like, why? I said it was okay, because like... I don't know, I probably should have. Yeah. <laughs> and I didn't even think about it. Yeah. I, and, like, I'm making it... Like, everybody... Like, all your friends will think I'm an asshole. Yeah. They won't know that you helped me write this. And I'm, like, I'm just kicking myself every day because the video was so funny and supposed <laughs> to be a fake proposal. And the, my girlfriend knew about it. Get bonus time, Laser Time's weekly, full-length, uncensored, and ad-free Patreon-exclusive podcast. As well as full-length movie commentaries, wrestling and cartoon video commentaries, the first season of Talking Simpson, and more at patreon.com slash laser time, starting at just five bucks. You'll help us live, and we'll do our best to help you never be bored again. And 
welcome back to our wonderful second segment where we will jump straight into... Hellblade, Senua's Sacrifice. Uh, Somehow the biggest release of this week, despite yeah. not knowing a goddamn thing about that, it before last week. I know it was on <laughs> vacation when I came back and Dave's like, uh, there's a Mega Man collection. The Cliffy B game you've been waiting to see is also out. And yeah. a Ninja Theory game that no one has ever mentioned. Interesting that both both Hellblade and Lawbreakers, the week's two biggest mm-hmm. releases, are both $30 games. Yeah. yeah, I thought that was great. Yeah. I mean, like uh, Cliffy B and... Uh, I think it's like Nexon that's publishing it. Yeah, it's Nexon. Like, they did a slightly better job, like letting the public know this is a game that was coming out this week. But like Hellblade didn't know anything about it, and I think that's partially because this is like Ninja Theory's first self-published game. Like, yeah, and they, 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 were, was, they if yeah. you go to their website, they talk about like indie AAA. Like yeah. that's basically what this is. It's yeah. it's it's AAA production values. Yeah. yeah. But it's this very sort of offbeat personal story about this, like, Pictish Celtic woman who is fighting Viking demons. And it it might be that the entire thing is unfolding in her head because she seems to have extreme psychosis. Like, Mm -hmm. as you're playing the game, Mm -hmm. you start hearing, like, all these voices whispering. And and it's it's like an audience that's whispering to each other. Because we were streaming it. You're right, yeah. And we had the subtitles on. So Uh when she talks, the subtitles come up. And, like, like, Dave and I are talking, and, like, there's whispering. It's weird because like the like I put I turned on the subtitles just because yeah. I do that in general. So when the bottom stream. is like the actual dialogue, but mm-hmm. the top is like her internal oh, fuck, voices. A stupid laser time banner in yeah. front of it. Uh, but it's <laughs> just it's weird because like half of the things that are going on in her head are like her doubting herself or the voices in her head doubting her. Yeah, like what's she doing now? Oh, don't go there. But then you, when you get into a fight, like they it actually really helps because cool. they tell you like she you hear a whisper behind you, behind yeah. you, yeah, yeah. like die. Dodge out of the way. Yeah. An enemy you can't, and you can deflect an enemy and, you can't see. And it's very telling that, so there are on-screen credits mm-hmm. as you're rowing yeah. in. and the, the credit for mental the health? Stream. Yeah. Yes, the very first credit is for mental health advisor. Oh. So like it, it's kind of like, well, we, they really wanted to nail this depiction, but also like this is really, cent- like the central struggle is not her going to Viking hell to try and, and rescue her lover's soul. The central struggle is her with this psychosis that she lives with all the time. Mm. And, like, what you're experiencing with all these voices, all these demons, uh, this is what she experiences daily. And there's all the stuff about how, like, mm. oh, this door won't open until I find these runes somewhere in the environment. And you have to walk around, solve this puzzle to, like, uh, okay, there's this this runic symbol and you need to find a shape that's just like it in the environment somewhere and then that'll unlock as of this time we but, have titled but really the, it's oh. just that she's <laughs> is it that that's happening or that she just won't let herself through the gate until uh. she finds this symbol that she thinks is very <laughs> important to find and as of this moment we've titled our YouTube stream of it the laser time glyphtacular <laughs> that's <laughs> half the half of the uh, you most misspelled Sinwa also. Most, which, what, what is it? Oh, I did. Yeah. Ah. Let's see. If, no autocorrect. Nope. No. Um, <laughs> the and somebody is pointed out enough at this point. Hellblade mm-hmm. from yeah. Ninja Theory. Yeah. Who published, who developed Heavenly Sword. Yeah. Heavenly it seems Sword, like this would be the counterpart Hellblade. to that. What the fuck? But it's a very different kind of game and a very different kind of story. Yeah, because yeah. Nathan and I were talking about that beforehand. I am a giant Ninja Theory fan. And it feels odd to champion motion capture when we've seen 
two monkey movies this year alone <laughs> with splendid motion capture. Yes. It's not a new thing anymore. It's not a breakthrough thing. But Ninja Theory's been on that tip for like a decade yeah. before anybody else was. And heavenly, I think mm-hmm. they put some Heavenly Sword shit like into a movie because yeah. it looks great. Yeah, I think, think it was a made-for-video movie adaptation of Heavenly Sword. With, with some footage from uh, Right, from right. The they games. used some of the mocap Because it's that scenes, good. Right. And like, well, well, Andy Serkis. Andy Serkis was fucking great in that yeah. as Bohan. Bohan, that's what it was. He's the main character in Enslaved, and then we were both talking, like, the one weakness in those games was the combat, and when Ninja Theory made DMC, it watered, it did, I think, I don't care, but it did water down DMC's combat, but it made DMC better, and it made Ninja Theory better. That marriage was fucking wonderful. I think the combat in DMC is still pretty good. No, I... I, DMC was done with, like, Capcom people. I'm not a fucking fan of DMC's... ridiculous, yeah. intricate combat. I'm not a fan of that, but I thought DMC had... Well, it was a little more approachable. Yeah, yes. holy shit. What yeah. a great way to, like, wade your way into... But this is nothing like DMC at or all. Heavenly Sword. Like, the combat well, is... It's it's almost... It's very... It's almost like claustrophobic. Like, yeah, it feels a lot like Rise, actually. Yeah. Actually, people said, watching it, like, it looked like For Honor, because it yeah. seemed like your stance... Mm. I think the, the video made it seem like your stance and your moves were more important than they were. No, not it's, as not really it's, it's not as complex yeah. as For Honor. Yeah. It really is just, like... You can block, you can roll out of the way, you can light slash, yeah. you can heavy slash, and it looks very pretty. And it yeah. feels really good playing. Yeah. Oh, Just, no it feels hide. like it feels like hefty. Mm-hmm. Like like hitting your opponents in Hellblade is mm-hmm. it feels really good. So but it just yeah, it didn't happen mm-hmm. that often in our in our playthrough. And at, it, at the end our a lot lovely, of, lovely people who join our streams, yeah. I'm like this is a bad game to stream. <laughs> yeah, because a lot of it is like you have Story to heavy. you have to line these things up in the environment, which mm-hmm. is kind of neat, but also yeah. isn't good for streaming. It's not that exciting to stream, but at, but in terms of what it is, a triple A polished game for thirty dollars that lasts six hours. Like somebody got my letters mm-hmm. that I didn't send and <laughs> say. So all did the time you guys here. play through all of it? No, or? no, of course not. <laughs> yeah. So I heard it was like uh, it's at least five hours, at least six hours. They yeah, played. They said six to eight, six depending on your okay, experience. Yeah. But they, they, I was and surprised that they called it out and said, "Yeah, we're making a half, basically a, half of a triple A game at half the price." So, so I was surprised at the transparency there. Yeah, early yeah. on, you will fight some enemies that are invincible, and you will die and mm-hmm. then like Senua like watches herself die and it's like oh this is an echo of what's to come if I advance along this route and she has like this weird infection on her arm rot. every time you die the the rot will crawl up her arm a little mm-hmm. bit and so the first time you die uh, you get a message on screen saying yes. like the, the rot will grow every time she dies mm-hmm. uh, if it reaches her head the game is over and your progress will be destroyed yes um, so a lot of people were up in arms today. It's Tuesday about mm-hmm. the permadeath and uh, saying it's anti-consumer, which they're not telling it's you. Just, what? Yeah, either you, you don't have to buy the game again if you die. <laughs> yeah. I guess but just the wow way it if works. You did. Yeah. <laughs> like but Nathan was bringing it up before the show, it's like a six-hour game. Who cares? Like, yeah. I mean, not well, who cares, it's, it's but like, it's, it's like a six-hour game. So you just start over. Here, here's the thing: uh, it's not particularly difficult. Yeah, and you can, uh, you can actually set it too it, easy. It does. Uh, kind of help the atmosphere along to mm-hmm. to think that you have this permadeath. Yeah, because when like, she gets fucked you, up, she looks at her body yeah, and like and you, you see this thing. You consuming don't her. know how many times you can die before you die forever, and yeah. so every time it happens, you get antsy. Every battle becomes this important life or death yeah. thing that you like. You will bring your A game every time because you don't want yeah. to erase I, your progress. I felt like that playing in the stream. It was like. 
when you're in combat, you will get knocked down and you mm-hmm. kind of get this like you know punch I mean? out mm-hmm. sort of like you're on the ground and you're groggy. And mm-hmm. when you get back up, your your attacks are limited. Uh-huh. So like when that happened, I'm like, holy shit. Yeah, let I'm me, one step plo- closer me, to erasing yeah, my progress. Let me rethink what I'm doing here because mm. I don't want to get that extra step towards having my save and, erased. Yeah, it's been called a spoiler mm. to say so. Like, skip ahead thirty seconds, but mm. there was a site that played through, died repeatedly, and said we died like fifty times and we never. I think got I, our I've save also erased. read that it's like more context based. Like, yeah. if mm. you die a million times at the same spot. That won't do it. It's got to be like a more consistent dying. Mm. Like, or like at uh, a like certain juncture. You, you get here, like you keep progressing and dying. I only glanced at a NeoGAF post of people playing it currently because they weren't very yeah. clear on it, but the, their consensus was that it's a bluff. It, it, it is, if it, it is, is a bluff, that's also kind of beautiful. It because is. Because it's like, it's one more thing to relate to her. Like, she has no idea what's real or not. It, it, is, it, is, it is possible, but it's conditional based on checkpoints. Sort of the idea that like... When you pass through checkpoints, your rot goes away a little bit. Oh, okay. And like, I, I don't know this. Nobody yeah. knows this as, as of this yeah, recording. We're not privy to the math going on. But again, the scenes in that game. we'll reflect on this. Pretty cool. Yeah. Pretty cool. The idea that there is permadeath in the game. If you just it, don't know it, what I mean. The but if it is actually it. a thing, if it would just turned out to be this whole like a framing and I, device to add more tension. Yeah, and and I know like there is the psychosis element, but if it is just like we just said it. We didn't actually. No, no. I'm it. sure. That, I'm sure it's in seemed, there, yeah. but it's like as a motivational device, yeah. as, as yeah. a narrative element. That's neat. It's great. That's neat. It, it, it is. And I, li- I like that. There's uncertainty mm. about with whether it's real, mm-hmm. even with people testing it. Like, yeah, exactly. Like no one can confirm exactly how it happens. Yeah. I mean, philosophically, it's the same thing as seeing blank will remember that at the top of the screen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Totally. totally. Whether or not they really, maybe it doesn't. Whether or not they really will, who knows? <laughs> then you play but, seventy of those games and realize yeah. it doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> it turns no, out that no kid, comment. It turns out that kid dies before he'll remember that. <laughs> Sorry, he would spoiler. have remembered that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he thinks you're really awesome, but. It, Spoiler, he's dead. But it's Ugh. it's a really beautiful story. There, I, I kind of felt like at a couple of junctures where mm-hmm. it's like, is this supposed to be in VR? Because there's like a bunch of stuff where mm-hmm. the camera just focuses on the main character's face and she like emotes yeah. and interacts with the camera in a way that is like, this would almost be more impactful if I was seeing it like immersively in 3D. It was. So. I really like that element when you yeah. break through a giant gauntlet of fire or through a gate. Yeah. Oh yeah. It just warps into first person view and this terrifying person you don't know if it's a manifestation of your own psychosis pops up to give you a... Uh, yeah, that guy who's like clues. an FMV and, character. Yeah. yeah. It's great. Who's, who's just heavily blurred and like it, it also says something like in the opening credits mm-hmm. Senua performed by and it gives the name of an actress but like that not not played by not voiced by performed and it is a performance yeah like the, there is an element of performance art in here because there, there's a lot of emoting and acting and close up on the character's face while mm-hmm. she's doing stuff and it's it's a real experience yeah I, I, I don't know I've always loved that about Ninja Theory games that the mocap element, I know other people have done it. I've seen it done well, even in games like Lost Planet 3, which like have their flaws, but like again the, with the Lost Planet but, 3. It was all <laughs> off mic, but uh, <laughs> uh the, the, but there but the, but the characters when you want to make a story that focuses on characters and emotions, that really helps. Like when they look real and mm-hmm, sometimes yeah. it's disconcerting because the there's something about well, you're just camping in the uncanny valley. It's not terrible, but it's also not fucking digital origami being dragged and tweened yeah. like it looks mm-hmm. it looks like a real person I will yeah. give this uh, to Ninja Theory that mm-hmm. like every time they make really like most always at like the cutting edge mm-hmm. of visuals 
and they also have really good combat every time, but it's never the same sort of combat every yeah, time. Not, like, not you went from, yeah. like, a Devil May Cry sort of game with Heavenly Sword, then, uh... An actual Devil enslaved. May Cry game. Well, they, no, in, in between they had Enslaved, right, which is more like a platformer kind of hybrid with mm-hmm. combat. But really and simplified this, combat. And this is, this is very simplified, but it mm-hmm. just feels really so good. So that's my only bummer about it, because when I, when I played DMC, I, I barely care about Devil May Cry. Yeah. But I knew how to play it. I just didn't know how to play it well. Yeah. And I thought the game did a really good job of teaching you that by simplifying yeah. some of the combat elements of DMC and being allowing you to do them much faster. Yeah. Uh, and so this is a walk back. Yeah. In terms of how... A more methodical game in comparison to a little bit. more of an arcade I, I didn't feel as like awesome and powerful as sure. I did as Dante. Yeah, yeah. maybe DMC. that was the point. Yeah, yeah. No, no, totally. Like, I don't yeah. blame them for that. It's just that, like... It's interesting to see a studio pivot pretty hard from project to project yeah. on how they approach pretty fundamental things which we don't always see in a lot of bigger studios yeah. they usually are doing very mild variations on the same core mechanics and I, so, always, I always yeah. remember Matt Keese telling us on, the, on our TDAR podcast about Enslaved it's like it's it's not perfect but it's a really good glimpse of where games are going hmm. and, and I thought more people would take on the motion capture Especially if you want to film your stupid digital characters and their dumb eyes I mean, and bad dialogue, like I think it's done all the time, just not with that that level of like face exactly. capture. Yeah, they don't, so not good. everybody knows how to do it on that level. Yeah, that's a problem. Yeah, I guess it's it's a, a naughty dog. I know it's harder to do people. than I'm thinking uh, than than most of us think. Yeah. Uh, but like nobody does it as well as Ninja Theory. Yeah, and, and the only thing lacking to me for the only thing they've ever dipped in the department of was. It's not storytelling, it's not character, it's not pacing, it's just been combat. And DMC was so good with the combat. And it lets you punch Bill O'Reilly's virtual face, <laughs> yes. which quite frankly is one of the Bob best... Barbus. Bob Barbus. One of the best ga- sequences in a game yes. the last yeah. generation. I I keep telling people, no, Liter- seriously, play that game. Literally, you're worried about fantastic. being sued by Bill O'Reilly's you're, podcast? You're Literally. running around on Fox News graphics. Yes, yes. And then so you get great. fake... Like eyewitness testimony about how awful you've been the whole game. It's beautiful. It is a work of art. You haven't got a single triple S combo. What's wrong with you? Love the also. I think you touched a boob. But but I also like just this whole week this approach to like the thirty dollar game. Like I am a fucking adult with every platform under the sun. And not a lot of time to play games. Can we please get cheaper games with mm. shorter, shorter play yeah. times? Yeah. I've played too many games to the end where, like, I didn't need the last 20 hours of that. You're looking at a child's allowance money in terms of what I'm supposed to get out of this. Yeah. I don't necessarily need 80 it's hours. It's like you movies that welcome. keep adding an extra 20 or 30 yes. minutes to the runtime. You're like, you didn't need this. Yes. <laughs> it's only blonde fine. looking at get, you. Get, <laughs> uh, get, we were talking about Netflix earlier. You get rid of three episodes of Luke Cage, and it's perfect. Yeah. yeah. It's perfect. Uh, but. <laughs> Yeah, the thirty the thirty dollar game we were yes. we bitch about that a lot because like it's not the same in Japan or Europe. You don't have sixty dollars as the base price for a triple A game. You can charge more. You can charge mm-hmm. less. Uh, and and that's I'd like why to see that Better here. Alive Extreme Two costs ninety dollars yes. when it came out in Japan, <laughs> as it should. If you're pervy enough that you can't jerk off to anything but origami jug- jiggly tits, <laughs> it's you should thing. pay I'm a premium. Say origami juggalos, which would have been great. Origami juggalos, yo, how do tits work? Origami <laughs> origami juggalo. <laughs> Oh god, the mm. Saw series went in a really weird direction. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but um, but it's a, in, if you want to support a niche product, then a niche product should be allowed to charge a little more. In Japan, that totally exists. You know, and we wonder why we don't have franchises revisited because we it has to be a sixty dollars 
50-hour product. It's, it's not a fucking, precious indie title it or it's the thing that makes yeah. the most money ever. Yes, it doesn't have to be a $20 indie throwback. And it should, yeah. I lo- and so Lawbreakers. If, yeah. are you, if well, we can move on to Lawbreakers. Well, but, uh, just let me just say, oh, you can watch us play through uh, Hellblade Sinua's Sacrifice, not Sinuna's Sacrifice. Yeah. John Sinunu's Sacrifice. Uh, <laughs> uh, yes, well, we're copy-editing like this. this live. Just, just, <laughs> All right, there just, we go. I'm typing it, it over my shoulder. No, just at, <laughs> at Ninja Theory and tell them they need to change the title. Sorry. Yeah, that That's is... That's a better title. So Nuna, like, it, it is, it is the most video gamey drawn out of the video game title hat I've ever seen in my entire life. I thought Hellblade, is that Chronicles. an existing the franchise? Cro- that, uh, what a, do, we, do we call this Dogmouth? Hellblade or, sounds like it's been a video game before. You might be thinking of Hell Raid, which I think might yeah. have been canceled. What about, what about Warfist? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, Warfist? There, there is a Warface. I know yes. there is. I had to avoid that intentionally because uh. I was stupid. Video game titles are the worst. Yeah. Gunmouth. <laughs> Gunmouth. <laughs> At no point. You play that, you know you were. At no point did her blade seem like it had hell in it. Yeah. So. Uh, Fuck you. It's just a normal blade. I don't believe in hell, quite frankly. But she's going to hell, to Viking hell, <laughs> Helheim, well, huh? to uh, beg for the soul of her lover more, who was more, sacrificed to hell. I do think more horror games should be set in spooky woods. I don't think enough yeah. of them end up. Because yeah. huh. the woods are creepy. Dude, this, that, that yeah. Friday the 13th game, like, it's yeah. a terrible setting. <laughs> it's, it, it turns, Hellblade does feel like a horror game. Yeah. yeah. It is. It does get pretty scary because, again, you don't know what's yeah, we going on. What is it? I, I it surprises you all the time. Nobody here has played to the end yet? No, I but there's a fucking. I beat re- the first boss. But the there's a fun guy. foreboding. Yeah, that's yeah. about how far we get on our stream. But like a fun, fo- like for I don't know what's next. I don't yeah. know what the game's gonna do to us. I don't, and I don't even know at this point how episodic it is. Because who knows? Like if it's yeah. a thirty dollars game, maybe there's like ten dollars DLC well, down the line. I guess we'll find out. I didn't hear about this game until I set foot back in America, <laughs> but like two days ago. Lawbreakers also came out. Lawbreakers. I. I Did played. You play it? I played a little bit, not very much, like one one online round. And based on my very limited experience, it feels a lot like if Overwatch had more aerial maneuverability. Mm. I asked Tyler Wild about it because I know he okay. had played it a while ago, mm-hmm. uh, and I wanted to see if it was something I would like or would stream. And, and his only concern is Tyler knows I don't like quakey. Games. Yeah, it and is kind of. I've I've seen it. Described as kind yeah, of yeah, rocket jumpy, quakey, yeah. uh, huge Old on the aerial arcadey stuff. Which I, it's not that I don't like it. I've just never been good at it. Like I've tried my best, but Unreal and Quake, like I've but, played every one. Yeah. Not don't I say enjoy it. I say Overwatch partly because it's it's very fast paced, yeah. and partly class because based. it's yeah it's class based. Each uh, mm. character has like unique abilities that like are each assigned to a button, so mm-hmm. they're pretty simple to pull off. But Tyler said when he when. When he finally figured out how to play it in his last demo of it, mm. he really liked it. But he doesn't. I, I can't believe mm. I have to quote Tyler. I don't want to throw him under the bus. But he says, "I don't know that the world's starving for an antidote to Quake mm. uh, at this point. I don't know if that's a th- that can be the next Overwatch. Um, not sure that people are looking well, for that. I mean." It makes sense to not do the exact same thing as Overwatch. It does. It does. Like, it's just like so what, the biggest thing in like PC uh, online shooters is player unknowns battlegrounds, yeah. and like this is the total opposite. Of yeah. That. Oh, yeah. Um. And and it just it see I, he was just worried that it, like I don't know that it'll make make a splash. Yeah. Because uh, it it would have in like any other year. Uh, Lawbreaker. I don't know. You tell me more, Michael. You played more of it. Um, I, I played very little. <laughs> nah. I played. I played a round of a match where the objective was to steal a battery from the center of the map, 
and run it back and guard it while it charges up. Yeah. Don't call it capture the flag. It charges. And, I mean, when it fully charges up, then you score a point. I just think it's it's a really interesting time for shooters because, mm-hmm. like, Overwatch worked, mm-hmm. and Call of Duty will work for a little while longer. But <laughs> It'll be but, a lot of little but, kids' Christmas But besides presents. that, you've got a lot of like companies just trying weird things. Yeah. Like, which is great. We just had Fortnite, mm-hmm. which is like, it's a shooter, but it's also... A sort of Minecraftish, uh, like build your base, then defend mm-hmm. your base, but yeah. as a shooter, mm-hmm. and there's like, no clear front runner that everyone can just ape and then yeah. also yeah. find success of and having to do. Weird yes, things. it's weird. You're yeah. right. It feels like and the you, old west again. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you and, and in a lot of cases, like you can try to be the same thing as a mm-hmm. market leader like Overwatch, mm-hmm. but then like with Battleborn, it's like, eh, yeah, really work out they, for you. Even though those are fundamentally different games, it was it, they it was, seemed yeah. similar enough. Yeah, that or, people were just yeah. not interested in two. Just like a crazy time. cast of characters, right. In multiplayer matches, but yeah, like they were. Quite different, but just the the, end, being well, aesthetically similar was enough yes, of a problem for exactly. them to not be able to get past that. So copying the mechanics of Overwatch isn't going to probably work for most people. But what else do you do? Yeah, you do weird shit and hope that some of it sticks. Yeah. And I feel like maybe this is it. I don't know. Yeah, Lawbreakers at least like it has like Cliffy working on it, so mm-hmm. it's someone pedigree. who knows shooters. Yeah, it's. I think it's retro enough and new enough to engage somebody, but yeah. I didn't yeah. get a chance to play it. It's fun. It's mm-hmm. fun. Yeah, we'll just see if the fan art starts pouring out and whether or not that mm-hmm. so that'll be the sign of success. Yeah. Like, it, do it people want to see them all fuck? I yeah, mean, it doesn't have literally to... <laughs> every character has to have to want to fuck yeah. every other character. It's got to be. I don't. I don't way. feel like it has quite that level of Overwatch charm where all the characters are really developed and mm-hmm. and have and clear personalities. Yeah. To say it, it's yeah. I'm talking shit about my lesbian gorilla friend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's a lesbian Look. gorilla. <laughs> Is this, was this not clear? God, subtext people. <laughs> I was thinking about the the dwarf engineer guy, but Churchburn, uh, hmm. yeah, yeah, <laughs> Torbjorn, Churchburn, uh, <laughs> Swedish chef. Mm-hmm. But also uh, this week, uh, Batman: The Enemy Within, uh, second Telltale season for for Batman. None of so us. This is where it, Batman but... crosses over with the Bethesda series, The Enemy Within. Ah, okay, yeah. <laughs> She's that would, that that would be evil be pretty within. interesting. Yes. Yeah, a it Batman survival worked. horror game about mental illness <laughs> would actually be pretty. Yeah, that was called Arkham Asylum, <laughs> and it was great. Um, uh, we, 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 so, so we does this talking? like take your first season saves into account? Yes. I don't know. Okay, that's cool. <laughs> Yes. I, I only played one episode, but... Uh, that's that's I, uh, I love the Telltale series, but they came out so hot and fast yeah. uh, that I, it was hard to keep up. And I remember on this podcast saying, we played the first episode, it's really fun, it's a really interesting take to be Bruce Wayne. Yeah. To give you options to be Bruce Wayne, who has to lie his entire life. That was an, so oh, yeah. interesting to me. And the detective elements hmm. of Batman, like, we've never done this before to this degree. And I never played it again. And then Guardians of the Galaxy came out, and I'm like, I never got to play it because it's just so fucking fast. Yeah. And I, don't, I don't think everybody's lifestyle really has. Uh, Telltale games don't always fit super super well in mm-hmm. some people's schedules. I know that I ended up when I had more. I of a used regular, to love it so yeah, much, but there's so much competing for your time that yeah. like, it's really hard to know. Two you know, things I was looking very much forward to in the Batman game I enjoyed the shit out of and like seeing that the second season was out and like yeah. I haven't played like you the blink, rest of it you blink God and there's damn another it. season of it I yeah. might miss the whole thing now well and I think a lot of times their games don't necessarily like I don't know of anybody that many people that play all of them all the time yeah. like mm. some people do but most people sure. like have their specific franchises mm-hmm. and that's the one they come back to yeah. and for a lot of people it's Walking Dead or yeah. You know, Borderlands, me and Fables. four people who, yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> uh, I, I don't know if like 
the mechanics are are compelling enough to people to keep them coming back for all series. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe that's where I mean, the Batman game just didn't grab you enough to make you come back time and time again. But maybe it, in other series, well, it who did. Knows? It just yeah. it's it's still like as much as I championed it, it's bizarre to have a game series that like check in with us every two months. Um, <laughs> yeah, and, like it like holy shit when there's so many of these. Yeah. Like I it's would hard I to would remember. probably say it was in it would be invasive if it actually happened. Mm-hmm. And I actually keep or I like auto download. I keep I keep well like well enough uh, educated about games to know a new episode of a series is coming out. But mm-hmm. like, if I'm like John Q, public taxpayer guy, like my PSN should tell me like, hey, episode two of your series is out. Would you like to download? They the don't season have pass yeah. notifications on those yeah, platforms, they do. Yeah. but mobile. Yeah, yeah, mobile oh, does. Okay. Mobile does, and, like, and it'll tell you if you've already bought the season pass. Like, it's not oh, me. Hey, it, new episodes out. It's oh, not cool. me necessarily slamming Telltale. It's more that sure. like there's a good Batman the, game out, the and game I'm not playing it. Not really, what the fuck? The, the gaming ecosystem is not really set up to support episodic content it's the way weird. it should. I thought yeah. it, so. It's always been a struggle, I think, for them to get that those new episodes elevated in people's mm-hmm. eyes because. We're talking about Hellblade and Fortnite and all the other games <laughs> that just came out too. It's like a lot of competition. Yeah. And, but that's here. what I really like about it: like singular experiences as thirty dollars games, right. yeah. um, rather than the charging over and over again. Yeah. I have to click something. PSN will at least tell me there like, "Oh, we just downloaded the new patch for Fortnite," and I'm like, "That's that's slightly mm-hmm. intriguing to me." But if it's I'm just glad says, you do that automatically. Yeah, but if it just if it told me more about it, mm-hmm. like. Like the second episode of this is ready. And again, yeah. not to Thank yell you. about my PS4 situation, mm-hmm. it only doesn't do that because the fucking hard drive is too small. My <laughs> my PC will fucking download new episodes to a oh, game yeah. I already bought. Like, updates, yeah. But, but the PS4 won't. Yeah, it thing. won't. It won't because it like it knows you probably don't have the space. It's it's a bummer. Uh, <laughs> well, other games coming out this week. Uh, Neon Drive, someone linked this to me on Fuck. Twitter today. And it looks like I, I hadn't even heard of it. It's mm-hmm. on PSN. It looks really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like a rhythm-based uh, driving game that is like drenched in purple eighties neon. Holy shit! That, why? Ugh, it sounds so good. It, it <laughs> looks like oh man, look at this cool trapper keeper with this purple ocean yes. and yellow sunset. I, did, I got with I, a, I an awesome car. Grim had recommended it, but I had not hadn't played Thumper until it came out on. Switch, hmm. and that's basically that. It's a bit it, thumpery. Yeah, it's it's the male Lisa Frank game. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 a good it's way to fucking put it. awesome. <laughs> and so, like, I'm so pissed I didn't know about this because I would have just streamed the shit out of that. Uh, and, goddamn, uh, Mega Man Legacy Collection yeah. Two yes. is out, uh, containing Mega Be- Man Seven, Mega Man Eight, Mega Man Be- Nine, Be- and Mega, Be- Mega Man Ten. Mega Man, Mega Man. Eight. Yes. Mega Man. Yeah. Mega Man Eight featuring the best cutscene ever. Yeah, I think I think Mega Man Eight and Seven are. Probably the the crown jewels here. Seven is a game that like got referenced all the time in like mid two thousand sprite comics, but mm-hmm. I haven't met many people who've actually played no, it. No, it's actually really good. Yeah, it's 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 really good because it, it takes a lot from X. But it, it seems um, like it's kind of on the on the scale of Mega Man games. Mm-hmm. Like I just haven't met people who've played many people who've played seven. I think it it's seems great. A little obscure. I think it's great. People have the ability to play Sep because I don't think you've had that for a while. It might have hit Virtual Console, but it's basically been in one collection I think 15 it was on years PSN, ago. PS1 Classics at one point? No, it was, was on it the eight? it was on the anthology collection for PS2. Hmm. Um yeah. It was. It, like, so. it, it definitely was. No, I'm just trying to remember which game it was that I saw on PSN at one point that was a PS1 Mega Man game. I thought it maybe it was It was eight. it was one through four were on PSN Classics because they hmm. were for some reason, the Nintendo games were made into PlayStation games in Japan, so they were oh, 
portable into okay. the PSN mm-hmm. atmosphere. But yeah, the the Mega Man Eight, uh, really good game. Oh. Horrible voice acting. I, oh, so I just I, sent you that link if you want to I thought play. I thought you were going <laughs> to yell at me for defending Mega Man 8. No. Because I want to talk about Mega Man 8. It's fun. But here, Dave just sent me a voice clip. And we've we've been to this well before, yes, but, but why not draw some more water out? What do you make of these? <laughs> these? <laughs> Seems to be energy resources. But I've never seen this type on Earth. I don't know where this energy came from, but you cannot let it fall into Dr. Wowie's hands. <laughs> you must recover all the energy immediately, Mega Man. But where is Dr. Wiley? That's a good question. Oh. We may be able to locate another energy emission from the radar room. When we find that meteor, we'll find Dr. Wowie. Oh. Just, it I was just, a good Can question. you imagine a Japanese dude in like a folding chair with a beret saying, cut, that was if, perfect. If I ever, that was perfect. If I ever produce a police procedural, he's going to be the chief of police that I want. Uh, I want guy demanding your badge and gun. I want to know everything about him. And I might have pitched a Capcom like, to promote this game, you need a Dr. Wawi remix so bad. Like, that's, a, like, that's a good question. Uh, Willis. It's, like if, <laughs> it's like if Homestar Runner was yes. Dr. Light. <laughs> but but Mega, Man, Mega Man 8 is, is hated among Mega Man fans. And it's we shouldn't shrug off 9 and 10 being available to PC. And, like, and PS4. And, and PS4. One. And like I don't know that they're backwards compatible on Xbox. I can't yeah, imagine I they are. I think they are. Uh, they own them. But like, yeah. if you, it sucks in a time when everybody knew Mega Man. If you, you only could play them on 360 Wii yeah. and uh PS3, and they haven't been available, and it's a cheap price. But Mega Man Eight, it's a the oddball of all of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and but what I want to give it credit for, I'm Tenga Man. I mm-hmm. loved Mega Man growing up, and then I grew up and went through puberty and bought new consoles mm-hmm. and didn't think about Mega Man anymore. Didn't play seven. I remember eight was like it came out on the PlayStation, mm-hmm. and that was during the time where and so. Yeah, but like Sony in particular, they're like no 3D games. Yep. Mm-hmm. It was this big thing. Like, no 2D games. Oh yeah, sorry, no mm-hmm. 2D games, and like it was like hamstring a lot of like RPGs in development, but also this. But it was like this would have been great for the early ages mm-hmm. of PlayStation when like yeah, they were dying yeah. for like big well, important I think good there games. Were, there were a couple of Mega Man X games on yep. PS One, the and then uh, oh, no, well, the, and then it went 3D in PS Two. That's the worst. Six yeah. and seven. Um, but but. When we played eight, we're, you know we're adults at that point. And, and while we're on the topic of Mega Man, I should also say I briefly considered Mega Man Zero for inclusion mm. in that list because it is grim, dark as fuck. Yeah, all zero uh, shit. But not not many great sounds that we can talk about. But when I played Mega Man, when we played Mega Man Eight, me and my friends, we were not that deep into video games. It was like, oh, there's a new Mega Man out. We totally missed seven, and it was like we're all playing eight, and like, you know what? The Mega Man series is awesome. So I want to give Mega Man 8 credit yeah. for remind. The world had kind of moved on from Mega Man. 8 reminded everybody that this character was awesome. Maybe the game has bad voice acting. And maybe... I, I love looking at it because it has overly fluid animations for very little movement. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is a really cool looking 2D game. You also get to kick a soccer you ball get into yes. a robot. You get a soccer ball immediately that you can kick at trees. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> is that a subtle homage to Mega Man Soccer? <laughs> I, yes. I, that's what I, I know, That's what we thought at the time, but like I think at the time we no one it's just weird to think about a time where we didn't want or expect anything from the Mega Man franchise. And when eight came out it reminded me like this is the greatest character 
of all video games. And we went back and rediscovered the old I think old a lot games. of people go through that with their love of video games, mm-hmm. where they, especially with things like Nintendo love, mm-hmm. where they think that they're too old to appreciate things that are colorful and cartoony. Yeah. And then you get older and you're like, oh, but game design, though. But yeah. like that's that... more like it. <laughs> damn it! God damn it! Don't bring him up. Shut the fuck up, Beck. So... <laughs> Oodle your ass out of here. I don't know what I'm talking about anymore. Uh, but, but yeah, like, but... I just I think that people go through this weird like uh, counterculture teenager phase. They're yeah. like, screw all the things I liked yeah, when man. I was younger. It, and then you get right, older. That's and like, exactly what it was. Yeah. And it was like. Oh, oh man, I've been an asshole. Awesome. I should not have ignored his calls and didn't <laughs> respond to his Facebook messages. <laughs> Nostalgia. Yeah. But it wasn't just this, like those old Mega Man games hold up real well. I have my problems with 9 and 10. I think they misinterpret what's fundamentally important about Mega Man and they took away that they're hard. Never found a Mega Man game hard in my life. No. At all. Like they're just regular nine, platformers. Nine there are, did seem pretty punishing. It, 9 like, and 10 yeah, are extremely and punishing. And then 10 had like it kind of. It, it tried way too hard to course correct. It seemed like it was like now we have a mode where we cover up the spikes in yeah. the left. Like that's too Why? much. Why? Like there was Just a, give me more lives. There was a level like else. that in the other games, but you had a weapon to show you. Yeah. How and they they introduced that element to you in the game. It wasn't just move to next screen, die yeah. because you weren't ready for the thing. And, and I I don't know. I have but nine and ten are still fun games. Yeah. But. I do think they misinterpret the Mega Man formula, but uh, I just want to give a shout out to Eight because it's not as bad as people say it is. It's a little, it's really awkward. But I swear to Christ, me and my friends wouldn't have looked at. We might not have looked at Mega Man again. Reevaluated Mega Man without yeah. Mega. Do Man these not have like the um, Disney Afternoon Collection rewind option? I, I, I'm sure they have a mm-hmm. save state rewind yeah. uh, something along those lines. I, mm-hmm. The last Legacy Collection had it too. And it's awesome to see, like, dude, every Mega Man game yeah. is available for everybody yes. on every platform. Now you have That's every mainline Mega Man game, and you can play it on your That's great. It, or Xbox One. You can have a physical edition. It's twenty dollars. That's yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. rad. Is it on Switch. Is no. it the big? Is it the big? Pre-order the canceled. Right now? Pre-order canceled. Yeah. I, I, I'm. I don't. I have no idea to be totally. Hey, it is. It isn't. At and I'm, this I'm point. sitting but here. I, I thought I heard someone complaining about. Yeah, because it when like I think when they announced it, it was like, well, we didn't. No. Mm-hmm. Same thing. Disney Afternoon Collection. It's like there's only so much. Hopefully, yeah. eventually it'll happen. But yeah, hopefully. Uh, look at our videos. And, and you know, for, if, uh, if Capcom <laughs> actually did say like, "Hey, we will do Mega Man Legacy Collection 2, <laughs> then everyone would be like, well, "What about Mega Man Legacy Collection One?" Yeah, it might just be like a Kingdom Hearts thing where they yeah. combine two of the previous collections yes. later on as one thing. But that's the whole point of the series is that these games are now preserved. Mm-hmm. To be reevaluated yeah. and re-released mm-hmm. whenever they'll never go away. Now so that's really important. Chris, it's... would you say that they're all totally awesome video games? Uh, yeah, I, I like it. I, I just, I just weird that like uh, it's four games as opposed to the previous Legacy Collection six. six. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm most excited for seven and eight, um, just because I haven't been able to touch those yeah. in years, and I'm. I'm in an official capacity, and I'm really excited for people to play them for the first time. Because seven is in, is in total need of being reevaluated yeah. and played again. I totally forgot um, seven even ha- like I remember yeah. when I got my Super Nintendo. I'm like, oh, Mega Man X. I totally forgot there was I mean, even I mean, Mega Man Seven. Do you know how bizarre it is to have six Mega Man games on one platform and then one on the yeah. next? Like that seems insane. Yeah. Uh, one for each successive generation. That is crazy. I could stop talking about this anytime, I'm, but I'm I really. Little... <laughs> but but if it wasn't for Brett Elston, I'm the biggest Mega Man fan I knew. I'm a little mm-hmm. disappointed this didn't have Mega Man Soccer, Mega Man Power Battles, or uh, Mega Man Powered Up. I would have liked to have seen. Yeah. 
It's odd just because those were collected in one previous collection, mm. but like there is a display and artwork and modes on that didn't exist in those anthology. I mean, games. That's pretty cool. And both of the legacy collections combined are cheaper than the anthology collection ever was. And you don't actually want to play power battles; you just want your collection. <laughs> yes. Trust me, you don't. What about that? You don't what, want to play Mega Man. Wasn't Soccer. there a fighting game? They power did? battles. Yeah. Two power battles. That's games. the one where it's just basically you against all the other. Yeah, okay, yeah. It's a good and, idea. And then, like, two of those games, and those were yeah. on the. The original anniversary collection. They were, yeah, they were. But it's Which also I, like I'm sure is like ri- a ridiculous amount of money on eBay. What are you, right a now? YouTube commenter? Where's yes. Mega Man Battle and Chase pre-order canceled? Yeah, <laughs> where's my weird Mega Man Adult Dojin game that I made? <laughs> fuck all the evil Maverick robots. Twenty dollars for a character this important is just a thoughtless purchase. Yeah. Just do it to have it mm. uh, in any form you find out. All right, well, Chris, mm. are you ready mm-hmm. to talk about? No. Okay, go ahead. Oh, God! He's doing it again! He's doing it again! Save a little money for a rainy day! Oh, God. What are you buying? Right about Fargo recent. God damn it! Fargo the video game on sale right now. No! Why doesn't Telltale do that? Oh, my God! Why doesn't Telltale do every video game series ever? Million dollar idea. I just gave it away for free. I am totally prepared. Telltale all the games. For this segment, Splatoon 2. Wait, no, well, this really? this didn't pan out. Uh, oh, because we record this a little early. Well, well, Splatoon 2 was $41 on Amazon with Prime. Mm. It By the time I clicked the link, it sold out immediately. Oh, they man. might have more orders by the time the week is over, but right now mm. it just diverts to third-party sellers because I don't know what Nintendo's relationship is with Amazon, but it Not doesn't seem good. Not great historically. Yeah. Uh, and I, I, this isn't the game deal, but I saw like uh, for pre-order for next month the GameStop Samus 3DS XL. Oh yeah, that one was mm. dope. But uh, it, it's a really sexy piece of equipment. But I couldn't confirm it came with any games. Uh, when is the new match? Oh god, and they have done that before, where they've b- done a themed bundle, but doesn't actually come with. It a doesn't game. come with a single game. It's two hundred dollars, yeah. and like, do you still make 3DS games? Like, I'm not. Sure, I Metroid's the last one. I'm not sure. Uh, That's Best what Buy Metroid, the last one. Best Buy <laughs> has Battlefield One for twenty nine ninety nine. That's fifty uh, percent off, technically for the most strictest SRP. But the biggest deal, and I meant to grab Michael this sound effect. Are you ready for some Madden eighteen is almost <laughs> upon us, uh, and this is so bizarre. If I was in charge of Best Buy, I would say, please don't do this. Because I go to a lot of thrift stores, and if it's not Wii Fit, it's a Madden game on every shelf. Mm -hmm. For like 50 cents. $25 trade-in credit for Madden 17. Wow. If you do it towards Madden 18, coming in the form of a $15 gift card and $10 good towards only Madden 18. Mm. But Jesus Christ. The best deal you're going to get, kid. Yeah, Yes. Like, within a week, you're Madden 17? Worthless. Yes. Worthless. Like, literally, Goodwill is going to have to pay if someone to put them in a landfill. So, if you can get $25 for it now, and you care, why not? Uh, GCU members, Gamers Club gamers Unlocked. unlocked. Yes. Uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider, $16. Ooh, um, damn. Which, I, because I only have an Xbox, I just finished the, shit, the original 2012 yes. Tomb Raider remake. <laughs> it's fucking excellent. Uh, Jesus Rise Christ. is even better. Yeah. yeah, and $16 for Rise. Good deal. Uh Get it while you can. You have one day left as as of uh, the time this episode posts. Target, you can get thirty percent off any 
game in the store on Xbox One or PS4 if you reserve any upcoming game for $1. Excuse me, I don't know if it's any upcoming game because you won't know until you get in the store, but it's like Call of Duty, Mario Odyssey, like a bunch of shit you probably want. Um, Xbox Live, baby. Forza Horizon 3, uh, $35.99. I would pay $5 more for just the Hot Wheels uh, (laughs) expansion alone. It is excellent. Uh, Hitman, the first season, is $24 on Xbox uh, Live. If you have gold, I really... I've never been a Hitman fan. I I have played the tutorial for hours because I love it. Yeah. It is... And I've just heard so many good things about that one. It's great. The season It is really good. It's really good. And that that price right now as of this recording is reflected on Steam. You can get that for $23.99 on Steam. Hitman the first season. Let's hope there's more. And Plans vs. Zombies uh, Garden Warfare 2 is eight bucks. Whoa! And this is going too far into my trip to Seattle. Dave's favorite game of I all time. I wanted to tell no, you that, not, Michael. But it's a good game. We've been, you and I have been to GameWorks in Seattle yes. many times, but I've, I've literally never been to that, even that intersection when PAX wasn't happening and there's nobody there. Mm-hmm. I bought a two my girlfriend and I bought a two hour GameWorks pass. It was the most fun I've ever, we'd, we've been to GameWorks for hours drinking and recording. We've never right. played games there for two hours. I have. Have you? I haven't. Yeah. It was some of the most fun I've ever had, and it's also bizarre to see Plants vs. Zombies have two arcade games. Oh my um, god. So that, yeah, sorry. I just wanted to mention that anecdote for... Is it like next to the Doodle Jump machine? Like, what dude, the fuck? that place is insane. Do you want to play Daytona USA 2? Do I? Uh, in, no, I in a virtual reality car that rocks Ooh. you until you want to throw up. Okay, that's Which is cool. right next to... <laughs> The Plants vs. Zombies game. The arcade is totally weird. It's the best. Thing. Arcade games are so weird now. Yes. Every time I've gone to one lately, it's just been like, th- who made this? Yes. What like, is this? This is a bizarre novelty. Sega, when did Sega make a Rambo game? When? And why is the Terminator Salvation cabinet deserve this much space? Doesn't we all, That's the worst Terminator mo- Well, Genesis was worse. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> I jam on that Luigi's Mansion arcade game, though. Oh, I love that's Luigi's so good. Mansion. Uh, also on Xbox Live, all the Transformers games that you could get on that platform are set up to 75% off, and most mm. of them are pretty okay. Yeah. Um, uh, both XBL and uh, PSN have uh, GTA Five for 50% off. More, wow. dis- more discounts technically on Xbox Live with the stupid shark card horseshit. You know what I'm talking about. Can you about actually just get like the standard yes. game for like for both? You can get just the game, no shark card. Yeah. Thirty dollars, twenty nine ninety nine, on PSN and Xbox Live. Also on PSN, the, the plus games that we had mentioned are are just great this month. Hmm. Uh, oh, yeah. Assassin's Creed, Freedom Cry, Downwell, a really great game yeah. in the Seattle Pop Culture Museum Indiecade, which is Vita Cross compatible. Mm. Downwell is really good on every platform yeah. I played it on. Whatever come to the Wii U. Oh, like the, <laughs> one thing to note though is mm. they aren't advertising it as a PS4 yeah. PS Plus thing. I had I had to go dig through the store yeah. to find it mm-hmm. to then trigger it for free. Otherwise, because they're only advertising the Assassin's yeah, Creed no and the other one. PS so. Plus is, yeah, Freedom Cry and Just Cause 3. Just Cause 3. Right. Is Which is really, really good, good. For, th- for free. For free. Right. And Final Fantasy 14 and 15 are over 50% off. I think Final Fantasy mm. 14's edition is $9 to, if you want to get into it. $24 for 15 One of my favorite games of last year. All the Shantae games are as low as $4.99. Uh, um, and I wanted to mention this because we streamed it, and it was a really fun game, Strafe. Strafe, oh, uh, yeah. the old throwback to 90s mm-hmm. PC shooters. But somebody somebody told us they bought it on PSN, and the one we played, yeah. Dave, on, on Steam was 60 frames a second, silky yeah. smooth. 
They said that wasn't the case oh, with the PS4 shit. version. But it's eleven ninety nine, and I'm sure it's something I you can fix. I did buy it on P- PS4. I loved Strife. So I thought it was it. really great. Yeah. Eleven ninety nine, great price, and the original Tomb Raider is that price as well. Deus Ex Mankind, fourteen ninety nine. I may have too many game deals. Uh, Switch owners can save thirty percent on Graceful Explosion Machine, Tumble Seed, and I Am Setsuna, not to be confused with Hellblade. And uh, there's the uh, Humble Micro Jumble Jumbo Bundle, a bunch of small games for pay what you want, basically free, Pony Island, Space Pilgrim, oh sir, Geometry yes. Jazz, pay more than $3, you'll get Devil Daggers, Town of Sol- Salem, Hack Me, uh, and oh sir, Hollywood Roast. And also, and I thought this is really interesting for Humble Bundle, there's the Game Maker Bundle, where you can get Game Maker Studio Professional Edition Plus, it is technically a $1,600 value. I can't describe <laughs> it to you because I don't know. But that software alone is $149. You can get it for $1 yeah. or three, nice. $3 <laughs> to make your own games. And it comes with a bunch of other games that are also source code you can use within sure. Game Maker. So if you've ever had any inkling, why not spend 10 bucks and get yourself the technology you need to make a, to make a game, you can totally do it. I I believe in you. And then kids. open it up and see a green window and think, now what do I do? Oh, I made Mario, but he's fat. <laughs> uh, no, that was a dumb joke. Uh, let's close out the game. Wow, right. It's me being too scared of the PC crowd. What's one? What am I supposed to say? Um, I thought you meant like personal computer crowd. He's like, I said, came out with fat. Mario is fat. I'm an idiot. Fire me. Um, <laughs> You're not a real Nintendo fan. In, a, in an attempt to be offensive, I said something stupid. Uh, news. What do we got, Dave? Uh, the Nintendo World Championships are returning. <gasps> can I play Super Mario Brothers 3 for the first time? Yes, you can, Jenny Lewis. Uh, I just need to know who I need to hustle to get that limited edition disc they're going to sell for thousands of dollars. Oh, my God. (laughs) So, yeah, it's uh, returning. Then they're going to have qualifiers at Best Buy in August, which at the same time, you'll be able to go to Best Buy stores and actually play a demo for uh, Super Mario Odyssey. Odyssey, baby. Uh, Can you imagine just like that big screen from the wizard coming down? (laughs) Super Mario Odyssey. So I decided to go in my journalistic duty to the one they had for Splatoon 1. And it was the saddest shit I've ever seen in my entire Uh life. It was one card table with three stations (laughs) of equipment I have in this room. Uh, No big screen. Congratulations, Um, you're the champion. You go on the regionals. You're the champion. Here's a free game. We don't care about you, boy. But it it wasn't... (laughs) Get the fuck out of my face. You're no Thorak. If you never saw The Wizard, you won't think anything I I am a little upset that the finals, which take place in October... Mm -hmm. Are in New York City. And not Universal Studios. And not in, yes, Universal Studios, California. 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 It's not at the ankles of King Kong. Yes. Yes. You can't sneak into the tournament by going through the King Kong ride, which is how Jimmy Woods did it, damn it. To escape a weird pedophilic body. I want to kick the shit out of a young Viking girl with braids. This is a very specific (laughs) wizard reference. Um, The movie is the best bad movie. It's so good. And, And again, my theory. That movie didn't involve video yes. games. It's a different they film. They so shoehorned video games into it. I will forever associate that movie with the miniature edition of Nintendo Power I got as a freebie for going to see it in in theater. What? And Damn. that is 
that little mini issue probably has the most I've ever read about Snake's Revenge wow. in an article. <laughs> and I include what I've read about it as an adult. You can listen to a commentary for that movie on Later Times Patreon, even though I wasn't on it. It's You weren't? Oh, you were out of town. No, I was, at, I was in Scotland. Mm. Just hoping to make a sequel yes. in 2018 that you can come back. That's a really game. dumb story. Like, right when Brett left for Capcom and Kickstarter started, I proposed... To a lot of our friends, we're gonna make the Wizard too. <laughs> we'll find Fred Savage eventually. You know that Jimmy mm-hmm. guy was just What's in a doing? Resident Evil commercial, and I'm sure Rilo Kylie's. I, I think he's somewhere in a landfill in Arizona. <laughs> I couldn't like, dude. I have a document on how well I thought I thought this out to kickstart Wizard Two with no one's permission Jesus or involvement. Christ. It's like so Nintendo doesn't want to play ball. Fuck them. We'll get. We'll go to Microsoft. So like, we'll like, make it about Halo. It's like that horror movie of people filmed in Disneyland without their permission. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was going to be exactly like that. I, I kind of wish I did. The it. unauthorized Wizard sequel. But I would also be ruined and sued into oblivion had I had I bought. What a way to go out, though. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. I always thought it'd be a gun in my mouth. Turns out, a uh, cease and desist from Microsoft. Um, it's worse sorry. than a bullet. <laughs> uh, in other Nintendo news, there will be a new Metroid Three. A Metroid-themed 3DS XL coming out the same day as Samus Returns. Oh, so and, confirming my suspicions. Yes, and won't, but it won't include the game. It's, uh, I think, $200. So I look, this wasn't the game deals portion. Yeah. You remember me talking about no, it? No, but yeah, it's, uh, yeah, $200 doesn't include the game. Yeah. Also, it's a... Metro- I thought I was crazy. It, it's a 3DS XL when I thought they were going to emphasize, yes, the Oh, it's not 2DS. a new 3DS XL? No, it is it, the new. Okay. It's not the it's, 2DS. Yeah. It's super XL. sexy. It is what what Nintendo brands the new 3DS XL, it's which, has been, that, out, which has been out for like two years or so. Yeah. yeah, it's the thing they have way more units in warehouses. Yeah. Yes. It's not the sleek <laughs> new thing. But not the cool thing that yeah. everyone wants. They need wants. to get rid of that yes. inventory, so they repaint them. Yeah. Nor is it the Switch, which is the one you might want more. But um, it's like, well, the Metroid game that you can get this year as opposed to two years from now, hopefully... Whenever they fucking finish Metroid Prime 4, which they haven't said anything about. Uh, All we've seen is a title screen. Yes. But, yeah, Metroid Samus Returns is out this year. And, yeah, I guess there probably will still be some sort of 3D element to it. So Mm. that's why they came out with it on the... 3DS XL with that special edition, but um, I I looked at the GameStop website and yeah. they have a giant pictorial description of face tracking. So for it, that game for just... for that system specifically. Oh, yeah. So it'll have again like the 3D was worthless until that feature came out, and by then yeah. it was too late. But I swear to Christ, it's good, and yeah. you can play games in 3D for the first time since the 3DS came out. Look, in yeah, I'm, I'm I will throw money at a new console, but. I just don't feel it for the 2DS XL because, like, I just... I I went from the regular 3DS to the 3DS XL. There was something in between. There's a 3DS XL, and then there was the new, the new 3DS, 3DS XL, XL yes. which added the second thumb nubbin. You and, didn't get that. No, I did. I, 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 went every, I went every step in that process, and I'm mm. like, nah, I'm not going to do it for 2DS. Like, well, why would you? Yeah, because also I have the Switch, and like <laughs> that's, what, that's what's in my bag every day now. Yeah. Because I'm not getting tree passes anymore. It's so sexy. Again, I can't recommend the system enough, having yeah. been, been able to play Zelda and Pac-Man yeah. and Overcooked in a fucking in, in a, just a mm. dead zone of internet. Really fun. <laughs> and this 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 next news I thought was fun because was that just yes. announced today? Uh, yeah. Spotify is now on Xbox One. 
it was like it was rumored for a couple days, but now they just dropped it. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. It, it, it kind of reeks of when Last FM mm-hmm. came out <laughs> on the Xbox 360. You're so old. It is just like. <laughs> That's not what I use my systems for. It's, I don't, it's not. I don't put it, like if I'm gonna put something on my Xbox in the background, I'll just like I'll play just a random Netflix show, or I'll play like a random WWE Network like pay per view just in the background. I'm not gonna like have I don't know. I just don't have music playing in the background of my place. So I guess I... for someone different, they may want to do this, but it's also like. Why wouldn't you just put your headphones in and listen I, to Spotify on your iPhone? I do, but my Xbox One mm-hmm. has become... I n- never play games on yeah. it. But I watch everything in the universe. Everything it's is available. Media player. It's my media player. And because uh, someone gave me some surround sound speakers and yeah. I bought that open box Best Buy receiver thing, if you don't have a modern receiver, it all uses your HDMI inputs. Mm-hmm. So if I'm playing a game... I can't listen to music on my stereo at the same time because the inputs control the video signal. Oh. So leaving the Xbox on and utilizing my girlfriend's Spotify account, she has a premium account, uh, I get it. I think that would be kind of cool because otherwise my phone has to be used constantly and plugged into the system or uh, or I have to... I, I forget what... Everybody looks bored and I have to piss no. my no, dick no, no, off. Sorry. I, <laughs> Like no 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 I'm sorry I got totally distracted by my own pee, uh, but 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 unlike remember when they announced like it's E3 guess what Twitter's coming to Xbox yeah. like are you fucking stupid no one bought the <laughs> Xbox to read like this is so dumb but Spotify makes sense but your avatar is pointing at the tweet <laughs> but the, but the, but this makes a little more sense yeah. it's a good if you actually have the Spotify app especially the premium service it's cool. I think it's cool. People were excited enough to mention it during our, our fucking uh, Hellblade yeah. stream. Yeah, well, it's okay. also like, what's coming out on Xbox One this week that's exclusive? At least I did, Sony has you, you know what? I Sony has Hellblade. I didn't grab Nintendo it. Nintendo has something new every week. Hellblade's uh, on Hellblade. Xbox One. It's on PC. Hellblade's not on Xbox One. No, I checked. It is. Hellblade? No. Yeah, yeah no, I checked. It's really? definitely on I Xbox sure. One. Not now. I looked it up, <laughs> but but like I saw a logo on the tra- on the launch trailer that said Xbox really? One. Yeah, I thought I did. Uh, but I, and for a game deal, I didn't mention because I couldn't confirm it. If you have a Costco near you, apparently you can get an Xbox One for as low as ninety one dollars. Oh. Uh, which for for like plugging in a TV antenna as a Sling account, which is half the price of PlayStation View. Plex, HBO Go. It's a rad Roku box. It's awesome. It's a great Roku box. It works really well, especially if you have a Spotify account making your media box, which I would like, if my parents weren't stupid, I'd totally buy them an Xbox (laughs) One for their all-purpose media box. Um, Yes, I'll shut up and pee. (laughs) Uh, It's a new water cooler. (laughs) NBA Live 18 will include the WNBA. uh, With with, uh, all teams and players... But only for exhibition matches, which means you can't do season mode or whatever crazy story mode exists in NBA Live, where you take somebody. From that's being awkward. Yeah. Well, at least but, there's something. But yeah, that's that's cool. I hope there's sort of like because WNBA has been around for a while. I hope there's kind of like a. Uh, I know they're gonna have the All Star team in there, but they should have like a Legends team because. Yeah. Wasn't, so, like, like, I remember. Like, I, want in the, Cheryl, I want Cheryl Swoops to be in the game. In, in the nineties, the big joke was like, "Oh well, they're 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 great with fundamentals." Yeah. Like, eh, but, but I think they've gotten a lot better since then. Like, they're a lot yeah. flashier, I guess. And it became a meme after a certain yeah. point. Like, yeah. Part of WNBA. Mm-hmm. But it's like again in the nineties, right? 
like I, th- I feel like it's the it's EA like getting not even ahead, but just even with like the consensus because like with WWE games, there were two or three years where there it was a year or two where uh, women's wrestling was getting popular and they were kind of falling behind. They weren't like and they still have, they still don't technically do it like. They have season modes in WWE games, but they don't have it for the women wrestlers. But women's wrestling is getting so popular where they should be doing that, but they're not at this point. Mm. So that EA is including this is all, is already commendable, it's and it's a good thing. It's, it's a huge license. It's, yeah, it's an entire league with people. But I would true, assume yeah. I would assume that the WNBA you could get it in a good package deal with the NBA. You think are they the same? Work? I would I, don't I would know. assume like they're that you could. It's all George Soros. It is owned. the word. All, it's all the letter W it. before like every. Yeah, yeah, so it's like you can probably get this license in conjunction with the NBA, mm-hmm. and you can you probably still have to negotiate with the same people to do it. I don't know. It's, That's it's, probably got to lead to a lot of uncomfortable conversations about the relative worth of those players yeah. and teams. And I don't. I don't like. Oh God, I think I'm. I'm glad I'm not there. Oh yeah, <laughs> like. But to, but to me, the WNBA. Oh, is it boring and it sucks? I think the same thing about the NBA. Yes. Uh, But it's a good way for NBA. NBA Live is every time it comes out, it's Mm -hmm. kind of on lesser footing than NBA 2K. There's only one sports game now. And to be the one sports game and include an entire Well, not for NBA because NBA also has NBA 2K, which is the more popular franchise. Wasn't EA's NBA series at one point the one that they canceled at the last second and there was like a leaked disc of it yes and it was really bad that's so weird and like if they can make nba live a good game and also have she's on fire yes have the wnba (laughs) license to like put in there too dude please don't separate them allow you yes no women on your team that's so cool no that that they are still separate because god damn it i swear to god i can play a fucking space jam simulator with nba 2k you can't do i um, wanted to uh, like a WNBA team versus an nba team marvin the martian's fine it's funny to think that the space jam ps1 game was still more progressive than (laughs) basketball games in 2017 oh it's all the bunnies on the same team as everybody else i was about to make a joke about how the story (laughs) mode makes you play as someone named free Frequency vibrations, but I guess that was uh, NBA Two K. Yeah, I'm not po- gonna play on a basketball team with any ducks on it. Not gonna happen. Oh, Space Jam broke that barrier. Don't hate the play, hate the game. Long time That's more like it. No. Oh, come on, y'all be haters. Don't hate there. my game. Oh, oh, that poor asshole. Out of context, <laughs> we ruined it. Ugh. Like we ruined so much else. Mm-hmm. All right, well, let's move on to the community segment, which, as always, is what Chris segment. The- Community, community. Yes, sorry. thank you, thank you. Oh, uh, last week's question of the week was, what's a portable-only game you'd like to play on a console? Nathan, did you have a, oh, gosh. an answer to that? Um, Retro I Game did, Challenge. I did not come prepared, so why don't you guys tackle Was I on this episode? Oh, you were, so you can also oh that's right. Retro were. Game Challenge, period. Oh, oh shit. It's, the, yeah. it's one of the best games of all time, period. It's really good, and it, it goes beyond nostalgia. It's just really good. Really, really good. Huh. Um... And the the fact that it hasn't been ported anywhere, given that all that shit has been worked out and done. Mm. God damn it. I kind of feel that way about the Neo Geo Pockets whole mm. library, especially the SNK versus Capcom. Uh, even, do you think the Switch, or, do you think the Switch may give that a little possibility? Maybe there was that uh, that retro fighters game that like was kickstarted and mm-hmm. apparently has fallen into obscurity. Not so. a Kickstarter game. I know, right? <laughs> 
<laughs> actually, I don't have an answer. Oh, okay. to me, and it's perfect because it actually I would have this would have been my answer for years until now because Patapon just You're came out. You're wearing a shirt, son. Oh, yeah. I know. It's Dave's, it's Dave's <laughs> it uh, PS4 theme right yeah. now. It's great because I got it for free, mm-hmm. but it was also like, oh, this is it's neat. Patapon. It's yeah, awesome. Patapons are running across the screen. This mm-hmm. That that series was always almost too weird, quirky, and inventive for that platform at that time. I feel like it really always deserved another chance to find your audience. I don't know if I said it on mic or off that the PSP ruined so many good ideas and IPs just by being a portable PlayStation. There's so much shit lost on that system. Patapon is... In in one way, it is the perfect thing to play on your yeah. PSP because you've got your headphones in and you're just like focused. But like, consider being on a train yeah. where it's like, you, can't hear you shit. want me to move over? <laughs> I was just about to get a yeah. pawn, pawn, pat a pawn. And just and pausing, it's always this really abrupt, yes. awkward thing that breaks hmm. your rhythm. So yeah. being able to play it at home on a, a surround sound system, yeah, just. Be able to kind of fathom what's happening a bit more so. I think but it just it's perfect for PS4. I'm, so. I'm prepared to call Pat upon the best use of bagpipes ever in the game. <laughs> <laughs> There's an amazing grace and what else can you do with them? <laughs> yeah. uh, um, but the first responder in our forums was Ivana Crop My Pants, <laughs> who said Elite Beat Agents. That game's fucking great. Why? Yeah. Because I need more pure uh, joy in my life. I'm not sure that would work as a non-handheld game unless you're uh, using like the Wii U second outside screen. Outside of the touchscreen implementation. Yeah. But Switch, sure. But Yeah. That get, but again, that series is one of those, like, why did this die? Yeah. This is so much fun. Yeah. They made a second one in Japan. It, it just never I, got they localized. They Elite Beat Agents made, almost made me cry mm-hmm. about You're the Inspiration. <laughs> that Christmas, like the Christmas song yeah. where mm-hmm. it's the, the girl whose dad just died. Oh, right. Shit. That... Christmas Tree's the video game. Oh, that's what it was. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he blows out the candles. Oh. So sad. I uh, would love an HD high dev, like, freaking interactive comic book. Because, you know, like, the bottom screen on that's always, like, these crazy yeah. manga yeah. panels. Like, mm-hmm. thinking about, a, like, a console version of that would be freaking crazy. Uh, hey, buddy, you got to slow down your car and let me in, said. <laughs> I, d- I would love to play Link Between Worlds again. Yeah. I don't plan to buy another 3DS. I only have the original one. And after being spoiled by bigger screens, it's tough to go back to. Seeing the game in 1080p or 720 or hell, 320 would be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> We're just making up resolutions. Uh, yeah, okay. No, uh, I think that the 3DS is at most 320p. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, blo- yeah. like, we, we try to... Sh- we, we have a streamable 3DS, thanks to a fairy godmother. Yeah. Uh, it looks terrible, blown up. To fucking like YouTube dimensions. Derp Derpson said, "I will be that guy and say bring motherfucking Mother Three to the Switch." Which hell I, yeah, I can just feel like an ocean of people on the internet yeah. screaming Spartacus right now. Today. It's like Every, Nintendo. Ev- Nintendo so yeah. doesn't want to develop a new game, and this would yeah. be fucking red meat to every yeah. goddamn. I, <laughs> I think they're fedora wearing Twitter asshole. Every uh, time there's like a Nintendo Direct, it feels like. They gotta do it this time. How like, can they they're not so do de- it? They need to. It feels like they're doing it on purpose now. I, yeah. I thought avoiding. Earthbound <laughs> One would have been more yeah. impossible, yeah. and they've already overcome yeah. that barrier. Yeah. So it, I, I, I see that as an inevitability. Period. Uh, Vegeta's bastard son. Uh, I would love to see both Final Fantasy Tactics Advance come to console. Hell I yeah. spent 
hours on both games, uh, attempting to max all skills and on each job class. The world uh, of Ivalis, Ivalis, yeah, Ivalis is awesome, and nothing beats playing uh, as a Moogle and uh, a Bunga. Bungo. Uh, Bungo. Oh, those are cool. oh, it was the next They're those little quick. crocodile guys. Uh, I feel like this game never gets the recognition of uh, the other Final Fantasy games. Yeah, I think the first one specifically was like really charming with that mm-hmm. like weird never-ending story narrative about like kids who get sucked into a video game world. But and, it gets like, dark. Yeah, but we have to destroy <laughs> this. Uh, I, yeah, and I want to call out... I think I enjoyed Final Fantasy X. That was kind of my first Final Fantasy game, but I never would have experienced Final Fantasy Universe without... The GBA hmm. and the Game Boy Color, like that's where I discovered a lot of this stuff. Really? Yeah, yeah, totally. Huh. And some of them have like there are a lot of Square RPGs that have their definitive versions on portable systems. Yeah, like four, and, five, like, and six. Yeah, um, yeah. And, and the Mana games and like in that they can't be ported anywhere. Come on. Yeah. Uh, Scribble Monkey said, "I really want Kid Icarus Uprising to get ported on the Switch with twin stick controls." Yes, I agree. The humor is far outside Nintendo's wheelhouse. Jokes about loading screens, Smash Bros, healthcare, naughty thoughts, etc. <laughs> the on-rail segments are like Star Fox 64 Sages cranked up to 11. The music combines fun butt rock with the kinds of orchestrated arrangements you'd hear in an early season of the Pokemon anime. <laughs> the weapon crafting was a ton of fun. And the flexible difficulty system meant it could be easy, as easy or as difficult as you wanted, with the appropriate rewards given depending on how hard you pushed yourself. It also had a pretty rad multiplayer mode. Too bad the controls <laughs> were designed by a psychopath. But I'm, so, I'm sorry this is a revelation to me only. Kid Icarus Uprising feels like a console game. It kind of does. It, it sort like of a... complicates matters in that you have that horrible stand that you're supposed yes, to play yes. it with. Yes, if but you're like, especially what if it was on the fucking Wii U or the Switch? It wasn't a bad game. It was not no. at all. It was just cumbersome to play because Nintendo doesn't care about Kid Icarus <laughs> so much. Well, it's a interesting. It'll be the portable exclusive to see what Sakurai can do when he's not being forced to make Smash Brothers games. Yeah, because <laughs> the yeah. production values and the amount of content you get in that game is dude, insane. It's, it's crazy. It was wasted on everybody by being launched on the 3DS. God damn it! That's a really great idea, uh, Scribble Monkey. That re- yeah. seriously, this that game deserves another look. I could see it getting remastered on Switch. I hope eventually. so. I mean, I hope so. Uh, we have a couple Facebook answers. <laughs> Uh, on Facebook, Chad Fujihara said, A portable exclusive I'd like to play on console is WWE Immortals. It's basically <laughs> injustice for the WWE brand, and it's goofy, but it's deserving of the proper NetherRealm story treatment. But it's a NetherRealm yeah. game. Yeah, it is. Like, really? It's yeah. crazy to see like even more jacked-up versions of WWE wrestlers in a sort of Mortal Kombat-style game. Like All they have to do is actually assign... Mm-hmm. Controller style motions, dude. I totally played this game, and there's fucking. I love, pu- yeah, I really. And like- their puzzle game, yeah. Which and they're fucking great, yeah. But they're on a free to play model, like. Yeah. Please let me just give you forty dollars. Yeah. Like, let me why do I have to shit? unlock Bray Wyatt? Like, you should just be. <laughs> they should all be there at the beginning. Like, I should be able to play uh. as. It's downloadable, yes. unfinished one pants. Yeah, maybe they just sell skins and stuff. Like yeah. it surfs up it, two. It's infuriating. Uh, <laughs> yes, exactly. it's infuriating because these games should be stupid as fuck, but they're great, and they're locked on the iPhone. Damn, that was a really good, uh, good answer, Chad. Uh, on Facebook, Corey Newberry said, "Contra four, full stop." Yes, yes. exactly. I think you'd, I, you'd have to get like a ver- vertical screen for some of those I, segments. I finished but... that with you, Michael. 
on like an all night yeah. rock band. Oh, we tried yeah. endless set list mode. It was like a four player game, right? It, it was, and when really? when you when we bounced out of like the endless set list mode, like Michael or Brett would play Contra Four with me because huh. I hadn't played it with two people before. Uh, it's one of my best memories ever. That would like, be great. Like one of the things I think that um, Namco Museum on the Nintendo Switch does is like. You can just orient the system vertically for a arcade screen. Can we talk about how cool that is? That is really that is a neat, neat idea, yeah. and they should do that for Contra Four, where it's just like now you have that Contra Four screen, but you also don't have that middle shit where you can die and be frustrated <laughs> because a bullet hit you in a spot where you can't even see yourself. And, and so, what I didn't mention in my beginning rant about how both great and poorly the Namco Museum is ported. Mm-hmm. If I turn the screen to vertical mode, yeah, odds are. I'm not playing it on my television. Could you please recognize the controller attached uh, to the? And it doesn't. It doesn't at really? all. No, not at all. You have to like detach it and then go back to the main menu grip order. Like, why would Weird. I turn my TV <laughs> on its side to to use this mode? I'm well, clearly if you using the portable gamer. You would. I know. <laughs> you have it on a pivoting thing on the wall. Uh, I will say uh, on a related note. I've just reminded me that Alien game on DS uh, that I think really forward based. isolation yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. really was that, good was it I, I, I think so yeah uh, Alien whatever it was yeah, a really cool 2D it's fucking awesome wasn't it no or? it's isolation I'm positive are you sure it's on my <laughs> shelf you can go look uh, like I love that that game was fucking great yeah and it was like again one of those games that punishes you by like oh the character died yeah, no isolation was the new one on PS4 alright I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about it was probably um, dark synthesis or something like yeah. that they had to throw in that DS acronym but fuck I don't you're right anyway that called. game was really cool it's really good and aliens infestation infestation oh, my yeah. bad my bad but really yeah. good it was uh, close isolation infestation I can see I, I, why you make partial mistake. credit yeah, sure moving along yes <laughs> we get a, a Mike Miley on Facebook says Uncharted the Golden Abyss it was a great example of all the things that Vita could do back when Sony cared about that uh, but I would like to have seen what that game would have been, uh, would be like with a more traditional con- console controller setup which I, 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 they gotta do that right yeah. I thought it was a really it was emblematic of the problem the Vita had. Like when, like your biggest franchises are giant console games, and yeah. trying to make that a portable experience, it wasn't satisfying kinda, at all. I'm kind of surprised they didn't do that for the Golden Abyss because they did that for the um, the Grand Theft Auto mm-hmm. Vita or not Vita PSP games. Mm-hmm. Yes, where it's like these are PS2. these are perfect, but that was third party that, yeah. at the time. Golden Abyss was meant to sell Vita. Yeah, Just but getting one point. of my quotes on the back of the Vice City Stories box yeah, was like buddy. my crowning achievement. Yeah. yeah, buddy. But but Golden Abyss was a, a v- meant to sell Vitas, and remember. But at a certain it, point, don't you like realize like okay, we sold all the copies we can. Let's yeah. put this on even one of the collections and just make it slightly more like, like even with an, a secondhand eBay purchase. Golden Abyss is a hundred and forty dollar purchase as a game. Yeah, that, that sucks because if you're an Uncharted fan, you didn't want to buy a Vita. You have no yeah. access, and, and like me playing it, I'm like this should have been a fucking console game. I don't want this at all. Uh, this is a bad. I thought it was a really bad portable experience. The Uncharted yeah. game, uh, like they were just more there to prove the tech of yeah. the handheld rather than being elegantly implemented. In and, the and game. If you remember when you you got a Vita PS Plus started, uh, they didn't. Uh, that was on PS Plus for one year. Yeah, you got that game for free because it nobody wanted to buy it on yeah. Vita at that point. Yeah. All right, well, let's get into the video answers. First is Worth Nintendo. G'day, VGA. Worth Nintendo, Daniel Worthington here. Um, answer the question of the week, uh, which handheld game would I like to see on a console? Now, I'm a huge handheld gamer. I've got, like, almost 300 DS games, 200 GB, um, Game Boy games, and just, 
Yeah, I don't know how many 3DS should count that one day. Anyway, so I really like handheld games. Play a lot of them on the system. Um, most games I want to play in a handheld. I've played in a handheld. But there's one game I did play last year, which I really enjoyed, which I do wish had been on a console. Now, just because playing it on the 3DS was kind of shit. Now, that game's one that's probably not going to get me a lot of love. Metroid Prime Federation Force. Hey. Now, the reason I say that is... Um, yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a fun sort of almost throwback N64-era shooter, but my big problem was with it is just playing it on the 3DS. And it's a first-person shooter. You need two sticks. The C-stick on the new 3DS yeah. is just not suitable for it. It doesn't have the movement you need for a first-person shooter like that, where you're trying to aim with that stick. Whereas, you know, something like a Monster Hunter, Xenoblade, controlling the camera, that's fine. You don't need precise movement. But trying to do precise movement with a C, with a C nubbin, just, nah. Doesn't work at all. Um, I think it would have been great on the Wii U or even on the Switch because yep. um, a co-op online multiplayer game like that is a lot of fun. Um, so yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. Um, yeah, I know most people hate it just because it's not the Ninja we want, but it's still a good game. Um, so that's my answer to the question. We keep doing the good work and peace out, both. Worth it. I've never sure. seen you, buddy. I've uh, seen him before. He's sent in video. I have not. We usually don't tilt the camera or the, <laughs> the computer around for me to see it. Uh, he's, he's, he's in like every one of our streams. Worth Nintendo. Good dude. And uh, it's nice to hear someone defend Federation Force. Yes, I've, I've, yeah. heard, I've, I've heard it in text. Like, it's not bad. It's if not they bad. hadn't Copy called it Metroid, I don't think people would have come, come at it with that kind of yeah, animosity. Yeah, exactly. You could have called it Star Fox. Some right. Uh, Cody Laveau Force. also sent a video answer. Hey, VGA. It's Cage Crippler, Cody Laveau again. <laughs> and uh, you'll never guess what critter I picked up for you. Here's a hint. Special gloves. Okay, so while uh, you're guessing, uh, the animal that I'm about to let go, uh, favorite handheld that I wish I could play on a console, Jean d'Arc. It's, it's like a 2D yes. isometric. It's super, super fun. Great characters. Awesome story. Level and, five. Uh, really cool uh, crafting system. Right? They use uh, their different abilities. You can combine them, make new skill. It's fun. Just play it on, on the PSP. I go through it about once a year. It's really cool. Um, so anyway, uh, have you guessed what the animal is? Skunk. You got Snake. it? Nutria. Awesome. Uh, if you guessed... Oh no! Fuck! The mystery. Lust power. Uh, if you guessed... Porcupine. Oh, oh shit! You were correct. Shadow. I'm right. right. <laughs> Shadow the porcupine hog. Damn it! This game is oh, actually my. a clone. Oh, look at that. It's a fat little... There we go. Aww. Look at that. He's actually a clone of another. Freedom. <laughs> He's the ultimate porcupine. This is who I am. That's pretty cool, huh? <laughs> All right, we'll see you next week. Uh, Chris, Michael, uh, Dave, probably somebody else. Probably. Later. Nathan, Nathan. that's the Come nicest on. thing I, I someone's like ever called me. How they shave the porcupine butts. I think that's where like the most <laughs> well, dangerous you have to, you have to humiliate them to teach them a lesson uh, about coming back on a man's <laughs> domain. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, if nobody says this, Cody, you're the coolest person alive. Yeah. Um, Look, and I can I, say I, that I, comfortably I, with the assumption oh, I know Aziz is our next video. Yeah. Well, I also Gauntlet Throne and Galton Carhart. I will who's say Galton Carhart. I wish we could have a, every week a Galton Carhart and a Cody answer because they both they're both like salt of the earth kind of people that have, like. Have we ever had them at the same time? No, I don't sure think so. I think person? they might just. I, I I feel like well like they look different. We we see the videos. Mm. Yeah, that's I, true. I feel like Cody is Galton Carhart's son. <laughs> he's moved out. Yeah, but he's sw- he's he's Matthew McConaughey with a menagerie of animals. Yeah, what, that's the best not, McConaughey. And, and, and he's now we have still to go keeping with his dad's tr- 
So Galton Carhart is a dad. He's got a lot of kids. He has horses. Is, is and this shit like, like that. Uh, Soldier Seventy Six? Is everyone's dad on Overwatch that kind of dad? No, I just feel like Cody. He takes after Galton Carhart. Uh, he still is like a sure, guy sure. who's about nature, but he's like cooler, and he had and he's like freeing animals in nature. And, but, and, and shit now like we that. have to segue into this bullshit character oh, of Aziz, <laughs> uh, who is a, just a dumb shit movie nerd with a, <laughs> oh. his talking Oscar show. Nice. Which he, no, he is, I wouldn't say this if I didn't love Aziz. Yeah, he, like, uh, Aziz is great, and this is. An Jesus answer that Christ. I think. Let you me will... be mean to Aziz no! for no reason. Can I just Chris... say real quick before we do that is that John Arc, I second that yes. recommendation. Yes, absolutely. It's a wonderful game. I've never you can heard recruit of it. a toad named Quesis. It's a crazy anime Joan of Arc, but it's like it's like Baby's first Final Fantasy Tactics. It's yeah. a lot, ah. it's super and I don't fun. mean that in a derogatory way. Just that it was. It's a much more manageable system of skills. Yeah. And I, like... I, I like that it's it's a retelling in that like yeah it's it's retelling the story of Joan of Arc, but at the same time like. Here's a lion-headed guy for yeah, no reason. There's and furries and like warlocks yeah, and talking and, frogs. And it's, there's like an anime goth uh, version of Gilles de Ra, who is like one of history's most horrifying people. Uh, seriously, look it up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> if right. you know how to spell it. Takes, it. it takes creative not. liberties with the legend for sure. Yeah. But. And uh, since I have to say this now, this is Aziz, a man I love and talk to frequently, and that's why I was giving him shit. Uh, and Jesus Christ, I, you all reacting to like, don't be Chris, so mean. I think you'll really <laughs> like Aziz's answer here. Ooh, boy. Hey there, VGA. My answer to the question of the week is... Come on! <laughs> Give me some credit okay, for what, just spotting his ears for who he is. There's what no is, answer. What That's is the, the deal with that like low poly crash oh, bandicoot? It's from a YouTube thing. We literally uh, had well, to look I it up earlier because like this isn't as funny as people think. I mean, <laughs> but it is though. It is and it isn't. It's, it's like, like a it's fan both. creation or what? It is a. It's based Sunny, in reality, yeah. but also employing a fan recreation. I, I don't understand it because like I played every Crash Bandicoot game and like. He, he said, whoa, ever? Like, yeah, he does. Like, I have no but idea it's what not you're talking about. Well, he would say, like, blah, um, when yeah. he fell in a, yeah. like, in a pit, yeah. but it's whoa. like... It was a YouTuber doing an impression yes. of that throughout a Crash uh, Bandicoot playthrough. Uh, Someone else animated a crudely, crude, uh, like, Crash Bandicoot model based on that voice acting, and then it just blew up. Uh, see, see, I thought maybe it was, like, something from, like, a... Call this video game helpline from <laughs> I mean, 1999. It looks uh, kind of like it. Get yeah. all the sexiest like, tips from our sexy oh, Crash Bandicoot. One eight hundred Bandicoot. It yeah. looked like it looked like that kind of weirdly like lo-fi, yeah. like yeah. motion capture puppetry that people do, like that weird Donkey Kong talk show in like China. I think it was. <laughs> they used the the character Donkey mo- Kong talk show. There was there okay. So there's a there's a talk <laughs> what? show. There was a weird variety show apparently. I think it was in China where it, they basically had access to the tech from the animated series of Donkey Kong Country. Holy shit! From Holy like the, you remember the one that was on ABC yeah, Family? Yeah. Well, it's using that, but like they clearly are using some sort of motion tracking kind of like Jim Henson puppetry yeah. to like cheaply animate him to host oh, this talk it's show. How it's, they do the new MC? It's crazy. <laughs> I saw I saw the original puppet at the Seattle Museum. Oh yeah, the, uh, yeah. It was called Radio Animatronic. I just like I I love Aziz so much and that was fucking great. Please don't <laughs> stop doing that. Jesus Christ, I was kidding about hating you. All of you reacted realistically. And we were kidding too. The fuck we, out of me. We know you. Hate God him. damn it. I'm new here. What is this? I have no idea. <laughs> uh, people I love, I want to be really rude to. It's a new question of the week. No. What's let's let's flip the top five on its head. What's Ooh. a gritty series 
that you'd like to see go cutesy and cartoony. Um, I just I'm captivated by the stuffed shark on the table, <laughs> so I'm gonna have to go with uh, Jaws. Shark. Jaws needs to be cutesy and cartoony. Uh, I want to tear apart adorable people who turn into Jello, uh, <laughs> or possibly GTA, uh, just because it would be fun to see that, like as a '90s platformer, where you then get to drive cars. But isn't that sort of what Lego City Undercover is? Yeah. <laughs> I swore I had a better answer in my head when you first suggested this, but I can only think of a game that I'm playing, been playing a lot of lately, which is Friday the Thirteenth. Oh, but uh, like a TV edit version of it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to cut out all. The oh darn! <laughs> right. I just got stabbed. But no Off screen. Yes. <laughs> this is an abrupt cut. Why is but, he killing those kids? They haven't had sex or anything. Yes, but like literally a multiplayer version of Friday the 13th, but it's the NES version where nobody bleeds at all, mm-hmm. and you just lie down when you die. But You man, and your friends are dead. But in a way, the Friday the 13th uh, multiplayer game is... Sort of like the NES game where a lot of the stuff was super vague at first. It took mm-hmm. a couple days for people to figure out how do you actually kill Jason. Like, just like the NES game. Which was like, like yes. Mystifying. To, to kill the NES Jason mm-hmm. in the NES game is a convoluted series of events. You have to like, fight him over multiple days, make sure that none of... like. Not all of the campers die, mm-hmm. and then you can eventually kill Jason. And you have to find your way through like three different mazes, yes. and like you have to go find the find sweater, his mother's sweater, pitchfork, and, yeah. and make a like, cat a mustache. All this confusing shit, and the multiplayer game is kind of like that, but people figure it out way earlier because like there's thousands of people playing this at the same time. Um, and I just love that game, so I would love for a multiplayer 2D version of that game to exist. Man. This is dumb, and I hope Nathan can rescue me here. Because I don't have a real <laughs> suggestion. It's just like, like I, I remember complaining about this on every show we've ever done. Dave's wearing a Halo shirt. There's nothing M-rated about Halo at all as a multiplayer experience. It's it dudes I, in helmets man. with mm-hmm. little blood spurts. It's not a 17-plus thing. It's It just, to me, seems ridiculous. What about all the wall-to-wall fucking? There's not... Mm. Look, that's that's the stuff. That's red versus blue. Are those Master Chiefs fucking each other? You're confusing it. You're confusing <laughs> the Rooster Teeth product with what what actually was released. And, 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 what about Cortana's, and I'm reading this off of Okia, Bodacious Tatas? <laughs> <laughs> but it, it reminds me of something, and I have no other place to put it, and it's not terribly relevant, but sort of. We all we are all huge Rick and Morty fans here. And you mm-hmm. did you see the the pickle Rick episode? Yes. Rick is one of those defining episodes of like this is the one you'll show your friends. Yeah, it's, it, it's it was heights of grossness and also and it was emotional. also like super video gaming. Where yes, it's like, I want to I want to see I want to do this in a game. Yes, so if you watch this on Adult Swim when the show is over, one I love. I am so old, and you might not remember this. The guy who does the Adult Swim voiceovers is the guy who did the Nickelodeon voiceovers my whole wow. life. And at the end of that episode, it's like, and be sure to download Pocket Morty's with brand new Pickle Rick. Uh, <laughs> Jaguar. And like, <laughs> this is the most violent episode yeah. that has ever happened in yep. this whole show. Yep. And you have these chibi chief guys uh, like that, that's going to go in Pocket Morty's. Who Pocket, <laughs> Pocket Morty's is... Is, it's all right. I pl- I actually played through it. We like, played through it. I completed the campaign in Pocket Morty's, mm-hmm. but it all it is also <laughs> a Pokemon that is rock paper scissors. Mm-hmm. So there's not like you can't 
play as Pickle Rick and do the violent shit <laughs> that Pickle Rick did in the episode. It is just Pokemon. But it I'm, is a I, it is one character on one third of the screen and another character on the other third so, of the screen, and they just like oh so, Morty, so, that's super effective. Yes. Mm. So what you're wanting is a Platinum Games. Yes. Starring yeah, Pickle Rick. Exactly. Starring Solidnia. So yes. I, I like this is very personal to me, but the idea of the Nickelodeon voiceover guy, the to- the guy who told me about when you can't do that on television mm. is airing in the premiere of Vernon Stimpy and to buy Nickelodeon green slime shampoo <laughs> is now Nickelodeon te- war bonds. He might as well be. Tra- <laughs> <laughs> Nickelodeon War Bonds. Your country needs your supports, Rugrats fans. Uh, like, fuck it. Like, but the idea that he's shilling violent characters in a Rick and Morty game is so surreal, and you wouldn't understand it unless you're as old as I am. But, like, uh, Jesus Christ, it made me. I had to bring it up somewhere. Nathan, please say That's it. okay. Please say I don't it. know. I think it's a better mm-hmm. response than I've got. I think the first thing that came to mind for me was. Uh, how much I love Far Cry, mm. but I feel like everything I do in Far Cry is not inherently reliant on violence and how funny it would be to see it be like a game about kids in a playground Ooh, using shit. all like playground like toys. Like, like kids, you, you want like a twisted yeah. metal small brawl version yeah. of Far Cry? Yeah, exactly. Well, like, um, and, well, and you're hunting yeah. stuffed animals peppered throughout the playground area, yeah. and you're like slitting their throat with the Power Ranger, Green Ranger knife. Uh, we we, we uh, played. You know, we played. With that. Uh, I forget what it was called. It was a, some shithead crazy marine who was a camp counselor. But his idea was like he would give us sniper gear and we could repel from branches and murder Whoa. children by bringing Holy a red shit. marker across their throat. This that is an actual thing you this play. This is a thing that happened oh when I worked at a summer camp. There was there was four different colors of beads mm. and the seven-year-olds had to wander through the woods and collect all four beads. Wow. But there were counselors like us who could repel from trees using snorkels and lakes who would come up and grab them by the throat did you, and run a red marker across it. That's fucking scary. Yeah. Did, you do, did you work at the Wet Hot American Summer <laughs> summer camp? That sounds like the only place that would yeah, be Yeah, okay. I worked at the uh, Future Trauma. Did, did, sounds uh, like something from like that episode of Mr. Show yes. with the fat camp. Dude, that's exactly what <laughs> it was. Did you play... Did you exist in the Don't Tell Chris Hansen simulator? Uh, when, you, when you ran the mark across his neck, were you thinking of sex? <laughs> <laughs> well, he was. He was. Oh, he After was, you killed this kid, why'd you give wine? <laughs> <laughs> it just ran down his look, neck. Look, it was a sloppy Colombian neck. It's supposed to say mm-hmm. a new start. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> this did happen. We'll get into that on a later later time, I guess. Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ, I'm drunk. all right so what's a gritty game that you'd want to turn cartoony or cutesy let us know go to lasertimepodcast.com slash forums first person to start the thread by asking and answering the question gets read first on next week's show or you can go to videogameapocalypse.com where the show's articles are located uh look for the article for episode 266 comment under that or go and join the Laser Time Community Facebook group. Comment there. Uh, or I guess upload something to YouTube and just let us know yes. about it. So that's been our show. Who wants to we have some con- plugs? Conversely, the subject matter, the, the question of the week, uh-huh. that's more likely to happen than an, a character, <laughs> like a character going extreme in 2017. That's Nobody true. wants to go extreme, like add guns to their family-friendly characters. Yeah. It seems bizarre. But Plants vs. Zombies is basically the same concept. Fucking nuts. Yeah. Right? That, that nuts. went from like E10, E10 to teen. Like, you won't see an E to M anymore. Yeah, let's just say, instead of, maybe instead of cutesy, like, well, E-rated is just like, let's strip out all the violence. So, yeah, yeah let's, it's cutesy. But who has some plugs? 
Uh, I would like to plug uh, North Korea. I'm su- in support of uh, uh, some kind of allegiance. I don't want to die. Yes. We're very close to them in terms mm-hmm. of a missile strike. Yeah, that's what. I, that or LaserTimePodcast.com. Uh, w- we're prepared to accept Comrade Kim's uh, <laughs> Juche ideology exactly. and participate in the mass games. Look, we'll all exactly. have that haircut here if that will <laughs> keep us yeah. a nuclear missile from hitting us. Maybe. I don't mind looking like an Asian Adam Conover. That's fine. <laughs> it, like, it, like, and, and you know what? You know what I like more than groceries pictures of groceries i'm down just I, don't bomb I think us you guys have a good guest spot next week for the answer of this question <laughs> yeah, yeah. With our, yeah our glorious leader i know a guy nice. i know a guy uh excuse me he's dear leader thank you oh, sorry that that or lasertimepodcast.com where all of our shows live including talking simpsons in 302010 uh starring mrs michael raparez uh, who I usually re- I usually refer to Michael as Mrs. Diana Goodman. That's uh, true because he's also he's uh, worse than her and all also the, a girl all the time off screen. <laughs> you just keep calling me Diana and her Michael, and it's very confusing. Uh, but we are streaming some crap this week. We streamed the the Hellblade game, but our last week's Laser Time this week is really fun. It was a Bob's idea to do the most controversial songs we could think of, yeah. and it wasn't necessarily the most controversial songs, but the s- most stupidly controversial yeah. songs the stupid reasons we panicked as a public yes. in a puritanical manner and i'm really happy with how that episode came out but more I so i had no idea that if if you seek amy if you seek amy it? yes if you seek think amy, about it think about it you'll hear it on the show yes. uh britney spears you're in big trouble uh but <laughs> but but before that and i didn't get a chance to respond to that because there's a ton of comments is the dead theme park rides yeah. we will have streamed the GameCube's Universal Studios yes. ride game. Oh, man. Uh, I've been dying to show you guys that game. Uh, I have to play a little more of it. Jesus Christ, I'm on Play the ride, but also pick up garbage. Pick up garbage before you Jesus can ride Christ. Jurassic Park. Yeah. Uh, but it's still... it's it's Since none of those rides exist, it's like the only form you can go back yeah. and revisit them is in this game. Yep. And it sucks, and we'll play through back it. Back to the Future ride exists nowhere else but in this game to your so. enjoy and, and patreon.com slash laser time it's how we're supported if you have some spare money we'd greatly appreciate it yeah. what we did this week uh, Brett Elson came on for a Monday night movie and we watched Shin Godzilla yeah. a movie I've never seen it is the most insane film I saw it for the first time live with you guys you guys yeah. had seen it before Brett's a big Godzilla fan I've seen more Evangelion apparently than all of you, and to hear mm-hmm. Evangelion music in a Godzilla movie no, it, was insane. Really? Yeah. I like yeah. fucking freaked out as a number one. Ava it's fan. really weird. I was like, wait, what? Oh, it's really the weird. Strategy music, well, like, like Cruel Angel's times. thesis. And or? it's the music that plays when they're plotting their plan to stop the angel. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, in like all episodes, so it's, they, it's, they use like five. It's times. fucking insane, and like yeah. I can see why it bothered fans. I think it's one of the most interesting movies I've seen in a year. It's the most relevant Godzilla movie in a yes, long time. Yes, it's really really good and I would love to see another one so either buy that movie and or check out our commentary on uh, patreon.com slash laser time or you can get it a la carte on uh, ba- lasertime.bandcamp.com again got a bunch of fun shows for you this week Jesus Christ I'm drunk yeah we also have bonus time on yes! uh, laser time's patreon patreon.com slash laser time where you talk about your uh, cruise ship It is uh, the most adventures. enthusiastic I've ever been about something in hindsight. It's the most boring thing no, I've ever no, talked about. No, no, I, I was enthralled by it. Were you? Finding I... out about the random shit that goes on, like what the food you eat, the things you can drink, Ugh. the fucking shows that happen. It's the worst. The things they drop you off at to make you like just hang out. And Michael is manipulating a Captain Hook figure that was sent yes. to us by our buddy Keith. 
Uh, Keith K. Teabag Rico. Teabag, which yeah. he sent to us, and I'll show you the other thing he sent to us because it's really neat, and it ties into the Talking Simpsons. Talking Simpsons is brand new. They have a Patreon, patreon.com slash Talking Simpsons. Uh, Henry and Bob have been doing a bunch of interesting stuff over there, including Talking Critic, which Michael has been a part of, I think, yes. for almost... Uh, I'm on one episode that you are not. I've lost track of how many episodes yeah. you've done now. I'm on one episode you're not, I think, but I think they released a preview on the Talking Simpsons feed. I really love the critic, and I really want you guys to yeah. love it, too. We just got done recording LAJ, Dr. J, and uh, the episode that came after that, which I'm blanking on the name. How dare you? I thought I you were know. a critic fan. I know. I'm terrible. You said to me, by the way, behind the scenes, Michael, Michael Rapara said to me he liked the critic more than the Simpsons. <laughs> I, I never I actually mean, Said you that, did but too. I'll, I'll ride with it. It's, <laughs> it's, I would put that some of the best episodes of the critic up there. With some no, of the totally. Best yeah, yeah, yeah. I confused the jokes. Like, yeah. Oh, that was that was it's, way too out there the to same, be a Simpsons. It's joke. all the same thing. At a Bravo, Mrs. S. Like God, his dad is so good. <laughs> oh he might be one of my favorite characters. So, ever. That guy, Garrett Graham, is a national treasure. He was in Phantom of the Paradise as really. Yeah. It's the Fishmo baby world again. He's fantastic <laughs> yeah. in Phantom of the Paradise. He's fantastic in everything. Franklin is uh, one of the best characters. So in good. American television. But yeah, support Talking Simpsons at patreon.com slash Talking Simpsons. Booyah. Yes. That's it. Oh, <laughs> That's okay. For sure, yeah. Uh, I'm on Twitter at Kenji Salk. Mm-hmm. And I also, not to step on your guys' style, but I uh, just started doing a podcast with a friend of mine. Oh, this no. Week. Traitor, know, right? We hate a Go podcast. figure also about nerd culture stuff. <laughs> wow, so unique. No. Um, but yeah, you can find me on Twitter there, and I'll be plugging that. And I also have a big project thing I'm looking forward to announcing later this month. Ooh. I can't Ooh. say anything just yet, but if you're following me on social media. I hope you'll consider announcing it on here. It is. Watch. Uh, absolutely. Watch right. Nathan marry the president. Uh. That's my plot to solve all of our Against problems. Against his will. Yeah. Like an arranged marriage, but I, I don't I want don't to get married to another man. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It's been kickstarted. <laughs> it's it's it, not your choice anymore. You belong to the people. Technically, right. there's money on the line, and that's the most important thing. <laughs> give it up. Give, throw that asshole out there. <laughs> Me and Nathan are going to go down. You laugh, but I mean, we'll, we'll all be it, dead by the next episode. I, I, <laughs> it's true. It's true. We'll have to record it from hell. Oh my god! Hell I blade. hope aliens discover this episode. Blade. Ooh, Hellheim. <laughs> Ah, uh, anyway, well, that's all for me. As always, follow us on Twitter at VG Apocalypse. Follow me personally at Wikiparas, W I K I P A R A Z, not easy. Easy is a bot version of me. You should follow us both, though. Uh, that's. Uh, <laughs> oh, God, Michael. Oh, God, the doppelganger's taking over. <laughs> oh, no. That's been our show. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you next week. Freaking Starship. me out! You're doing a really good Alex Jones impression just now. <laughs> <laughs> make the frogs gay. <laughs> Trader Joe's beer is making the frogs. Gay. It is making the frogs gay. <laughs> Trader Joe's beer making the frogs gay since 1967. <laughs>